It's a Rocktober like you've never known before as Pure Rock 98.7 WYRO and Total Media present Homegrown Happy Hour with Ben Davis Jr. Each Thursday night in October from 7 until 8 p.m., live from Rowdy Smokehouse on Main Street in Jackson, Ben Davis Jr. will host an hour-long music event featuring grassroots artists playing all original music. Homegrown Happy Hour begins this Thursday night with the up-and-coming sounds of West Ship. It's West Ship on Homegrown Happy Hour with Ben Davis Jr. This Thursday night from 7 until 8 on the porch at Rowdy's. Homegrown Happy Hour is brought to you by Ridgetone of Jackson, Hometown Chevrolet of Waverly, Howard Hanna Real Estate Services, and Gallia Jackson Meg's Adam H. Board. With special thanks to Dunaway Motorsports Garage and Sixth Sense Brewing. Homegrown Happy Hour with Ben Davis Jr. This Thursday night on Pure Rock 98.7 and around the world on the Total Media Radio app. It's time for Football Friday Night in Southern Ohio. Mix 96 FM, Total Media, and Jackson County Broadcasting proudly present Jackson Ironman Football. Tonight's broadcast of Ironman Football is brought to you by Sheward Folks Insurance, Belicio Foods, Ohio Valley Bank, Liella Lanes of Wellston, Paisley Permanent Cosmetics, Atomic Credit Union, Agent R. Block of Jackson, a&A Truck Stop, Dave's Custom Butchering, Dan Daly State Farm Insurance, Nimco Propane, Four Winds Community, Riser Equipment, McDonald's of Jackson, Queen Bee Cleaning, Miguel Christian Salon and Day Spa, Osborne Equipment Service, Jackson County Banking Center, Darrow Insurance Agency, and Light New Cleaning. Jackson Ironman football is also brought to you by Gallia Vinton Educational Service Center, Temple Fitness, Auto and Truck Tire Center, Iron City Implements, Wagner Rental, Jackson County Health Department, Glass Garage, Hoser Health Systems, Howard Hanna Realtors, Higgins Steel Roofing, Dunaway Motorsports Garage, Infinity Insurance Solutions, Honda Suzuki Polaris Can-Am and KO of Jackson. Red Wolf Dog Kennel, General Mills Totinos, Webb's Heating and Cooley, Angles Garage, Brian Moore Construction, Dakota's Roadhouse, Gillum Insurance, sponsor of the Player of the Game, Hothead Burritos, sponsor of the Coach Andy Hall pregame show, and Monroe Collision Center, sponsor of the Collision of the Game. Now, with all of the exciting action of Football Friday Night and Jackson Ironman Football on Mix 96 FM and around the world on the Total Media Radio app, here's Dan Dobbins, Dan Morrow, and Pete Wilson. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Jackson Ironman Football. Dan Dobbins alongside Pete Wilson and Dan Morris at Jackson Ironman at home once again tonight to take on FACFO, the Hillsborough Indians. Not only at home, but at homecoming. Homecoming, absolutely. Tonight's big festivities tonight, dance tomorrow night, and uh, should be a good night for football. The four and two Ironman come in to uh, stay at home and try to defend uh, the, uh, the league title. It's nice the Hillsborough Indians. Well, they want to keep it in the chase all the way through. You have to win at home. You have to win. Basically, you got to win all five games. Um, you can lose one, but then you're waiting for somebody else to control your destiny, and that's no fun. So the Ironmen want to put, the, put a game together today, maybe a little better, cleaner, 
better effort type game than they had last week. Had a nice win score-wise against Miami Trace, but Miami Trace came to play last week, gave the Airmen their best shot, and it took two touchdowns in the last four minutes of action to give us that three-touchdown lead. They, they hung in the game after we had that 28-7 to lead. So I know Coach Hall, and he's going to address that a little bit in his pregame talk. Yeah, you know, we talked about it last week. Is you know the Airmen had a murder's row or a brutal schedule the non-conference, and then it, we're almost set up for a, a down week. Apple Festival, all the extra activities going on in town, but uh, they survived. And now my I'll guarantee you, he really likes the Apple Festival, Coach Hall, and he really likes saying goodbye to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, thank you, Jaffe, and all the people that make it a wonderful week in Jackson, but it is not an easy week to coach your football team, and there's so much going on, so many distractions. Our Ironmen overcame those, but it, w- it wasn't quite as easy as they were hoping. Looks like they had a pep rally at school today, as I, I watched that, and uh, interesting as the, uh, the-, the school's... Um, Trying to get the airmen excited about tonight. A lot of activity going on, and it, like it is, it's homecoming weekend. Celebrity pep rally, a lot of costumes and everything. They had a lot of fun. Hopefully our airmen are really ready to put a nice effort together again. It is Frontier Athletic Conference football. It's at home, Alumni Stadium. It's one of those games you have to win. Have to win. Hold your, hold your uh, own on your home turf, and uh, hopefully the airmen will do that this evening. We will tell, uh, it's time now for the Andy Hall pregame show with Dan Morrow, and we'll take it downstairs right now for the Andy Hall pregame show. Welcome to the Coach Andy Hall pregame show, starring Jackson Ironman head football coach Andy Hall and myself, Dan Morrow. Tonight's show is sponsored once again by Hothead Burritos, located in the McCarty Crossing Plaza on East Main Street. Hothead Burritos, mild to wild. Coach, Last night's final score, or last Friday night's final score, said 49 to 28, but with four minutes and 18 seconds to go, it was 35 to 28. It was a shootout on the hill, but we did finish strong. You know, we did. You know, we came out in the first half, um, put some early points on the board. Uh, we went in at 21 to eight, or 21 to seven. We got the ball in the second half, and within the first two or three minutes of the third quarter, uh, Cade Wolford took a, um, an ISO play for 70 yards for a touchdown, made it 28-7. And I think at that point, we kind of relaxed a little bit, thinking that, you know, things were going to get a little bit easier. You know, we caused them the punt, uh, three and outs, so and now all the momentum's on our side. Uh, we muffed the punt deep in our own territory. They got the ball back. Um, they, that led to a score, so now it's 28-14. We get the ball. We're driving. Uh, it's fourth and one or fourth and two on our own 35-yard line. Um, like I said in the post-game show, I kind of let my ego get in the way and decide we're going. We're going. You know, we're going to go for it on fourth down. Should have punted the ball. You know, they had the momentum and we could have flipped the field and helped our defense out. But you know, I just decided, hey, we're going to you know put the dagger in them right now. And and they stopped us. Give them, them credit. And then they come down and score again. And now you look at the scores 28-21. Um, you know that took us through the third quarter and then each team you know scored one more in the going in the fourth quarter and then like you said it was 35 28 at one point and we were able to put a 10 play drive together and on fourth down and goal from like the five or six yard line um jake you know winners hit 
Eli Berman on, on, a, on a flat route for a touchdown, put us up two scores, and then as they're driving down, you know, Jake Winters, we put him in the game late at safety. He picked off a pass and went, I think, 60 or 70 yards for a touchdown. So the final score looked uh, a little more deceiving than it really was. It was a close ball game, like you said, with, you know, going in the fourth quarter, it's a one-score game. Kept the crowd around, no question about that. Hey, um, first win in the Frontier Athletic Conference. That's a big start for this next this five-week window here in which we play league play. One thing we're going to see this year, I think, we, we just saw Miami Trace's best shot. They're, everybody's going to give us their best shot because I think we are a marked team because of our previous history in the last five years. You know, you're right. And and we were also ripe for the pickings. You know, we had four straight just gut-wrenching games. You know, two of them were losses, two of them were wins. And, and you know, at, at some point, you're going to have a lull in your season where your kids just don't have have that momentum. And I think, you know, at 28-7, to we fed into that because we think the game's over with. But I give Miami Trace a lot of credit. They, that was probably the most physical they've played against us in, in years. Uh, they fought back. You know, made a one-score game, but you know, again, for our kids, it was good that they had to, they had to stay with the plan and had to, you know, they couldn't cash it in early. It wasn't one of those games where okay, the JVs are playing the second half. They had to play four quarters, and and I think you know, for our boys, it was it was good lesson that you know you can't take anyone lightly. You can't take the foot off the pedal because teams can come back on you really quickly, and and then all of a sudden now you're in a ball game. So you know, at the end of the day, we were one and zero, and that was our goal. Uh, a lot of things to coach up and, and, and improve on, but you know we've had a good week of practice, and we're trying to go two and zero tonight. You know, you talk about the balance you want offensively. That last week we have 560 some total yards. A great night. Threw for over 300 yards. Rushed for well over 200 yards. You had to love that kind of balance. You know, we did. And there was times because the way they were playing their defense, played a lot of man covers, and they just blitzed us to death. And, and so we had a lot of negative plays. But then you look at the stat sheet. Like you said, we have 330 yards passing. We're 16 to 22, which is a great percentage. Throw three touchdowns, no picks. And then we rushed for over 230 yards ourselves. So, you know, it was one of those feast or famine type games where, you know, they get you behind the sticks and all of a sudden you break a 20-yard run. Or, you know, they, they sack you for a loss and now you throw a 40-yard pass. So, you know, it was it was discouraging at times. But, again, our kids really fought. I thought offensive line protected Jake pretty well and gave him some time. You know, I think, you know, Jake Wood had another great game with, you know, I think five or six catches. He was over 100 yards again. Uh, had a great touchdown catch where he came back, you know, early in that first half and, and caught a great ball. Um, you know, matter of fact, I think he had two touchdown catches that night. But, you know, it just finding ways to win and other kids are, are, are providing effort and, and plays every week. And, and it's not the same kids each week. And, and um you know, I was really proud of our kids to come back and fight through. You know, defensively, I don't think, you know, we were as happy as we should have been. Um, didn't think we tackled very well uh, in space, and we worked on that again this week. And uh, like I said, at the end of the day, we were, you know, happy to get the win. I know in the locker room after the game, it wasn't very exciting. The kids knew in their hearts that, you know, we left a lot out, out on that field. And as coaches, we, you know, weren't real happy either. But at the end of the day, I'd rather be disappointed and win and be, and be, and be happy and have a loss. So, you know, at the end of the day, we were pretty, you know, overall, you know, thrilled with the fact that we were 1-0. You kind of touched on it. I wanted to mention the Jacob 
to Jake connection. It's starting to get pretty comfortable out there, both of them. Jacob throwing the passes, Jake catching them. You're right, and, and Jake, you know, Wood's been has become our number one receiver. You know, last year he was kind of behind three seniors that were really incredible, and, but he was a kid that made plays last year. And I, you know, told him in the offseason, you have to be our number one option. Uh, and he's taken on that role. You know, he's starting at corner for us. He's had a, you know some great games at corner. He he returns kicks, both punts and and kickoff kickoffs, and and so he never really comes off the field. And you know, again, he's he's a, he was voted captain for a reason. You know, he's a silent leader. He leads by example. Um, you know, he's just a kid you can count on in crunch time. And, and we've seen games already this year where he he's been one of the best players on the field. Uh, no question about that. Really exciting night of football. And the good thing is we're back in Alumni Stadium back-to-back nights. Seemed like we were on the road there for a while, but now back-to-back home games. Hillsboro coming to town, and it is FAC week number two. It is, and of course it's homecoming tonight for our kids. And uh, we've had some a lot of fun festivities throughout the week in school. You know, Mr. Swackhammer, Mr. Wooten has done a great job with you know providing opportunities for our kids to do things during the week. We had a great pep rally uh, this afternoon, and we had a battle of the classes, which was really neat. And um, you know, so tonight we're expecting a great crowd. I mean, great weather. You know, we're going to get this game in before that hurricane, the remnants of that hurricane come in Saturday. But uh, you know, we're excited about coming back. You know, it's always great to play at home and. and you know, like you said, and their FAC opponent, you know, Hillsborough comes in at three and three. You know, they've had uh, a pretty, you know, pretty solid uh, non-conference schedule, and and they came out three and two out of that. Um, I know they lost a tough one last week against McCl- or against Courthouse, but uh, you know, they come in tonight with you know, again, a 500 record and an opportunity to to do some things and. Um, you know, we're excited about getting this thing kicked off. Well, you mentioned the enthusiasm this week, and it is homecoming week, and I understand the pep rally last week, Did I mean last night or yesterday. Did you have to be a celebrity guest in that? I know that there were some of the teachers were. No, I, I got out of that this year. But, you know, it, it's fun to watch, you know, the kids and, and staff get involved in this. And, um, you know, we really encourage our football players to get involved as well. And, and um, you know, they get dressed up every day for a different theme and, you know, you know, this afternoon we had this, you know, this huge battle of the classes. We had a lot of competitions going on, and um, it was fun to watch those kids. But, again, like I told our players, that this is part of your high school experience. This is what kids remember um, is, the, is the pep rallies, the, the, uh, the dances, the games, the, the different things that you do fun in class. And, and so this is just one of those experiences. Well, you uh, really gave my teammates, Pete and Dan, an honor last night as Pete, Dan, and Dan were able to address the football team right after practice before they go get their meal. So they were chomping at the bit to get fed, but uh, we truly were honored to do that, and let's hope we said something that will hopefully get a victory tonight. Well, you know, I appreciate you guys coming down, and, and you know, it's a tradition we started you know, over 11 or 12 years ago, where on Thursday nights after practice, we have a guest speaker come in and, and talk to the kids, not necessarily just about football, but just about life and, and people that have been successful in their careers. And uh, we've got, you know, some different guests coming in here in the next few weeks that we haven't had. And, um, you know, it's, you know, it's a type of deal where, you know, the kids enjoy listening to other coaches, other, you know, businessmen and women. You know, we got Beth Howe, who was an you know, all-world basketball player here. She's coming in in a couple of weeks, you know, talking about Ohio State and some of her uh, things that she does. And uh, we've had, you know, Ken French, who's now not at Rio Grande anymore, but he was a college basketball coach. Kids love listening to him. we got some former 
high school coaches have come in, but you know we've had business partners. And it just it's, it's an opportunity for kids to meet other people, and, and um, we really appreciate you guys being our guest speakers last night. And, and I thought you guys did a great job with the message. Well, we thank you for that. Hey, back to Hillsboro. You know, they said to come in three and three, and it's interesting when I looked at some of the stats and who they have played. When they have beaten East Clinton, Williamsburg, and Claremont Northeast, they have averaged right at 40 points a game. So they can put the ball in the end zone. When they've lost, they have only averaged 2.3 points a game. So if you get, get them on a good night, this is a lethal team. It is. And, you know, they're, they're a run-first uh, offense. You know, uh, they're head coach is a first-year guy. His dad coached back in the 70s and 80s there at Hillsboro and had a lot of success, so his son's kind of taken over for um, the, the family, so to speak. But, um, you know, they, they've kept some of the option um, run game that they've done in the past. But, uh, you know, like you said, when, when they can run the football and ball control you, uh, they have a lot of success. And we feel like tonight that we're going to see a lot of that, some some midline option and some things just to keep the chains moving. You know, you get two or three yards on first down, you do that three times. Now you're sitting at three, you know, fourth and one. You know, they go for it's first down, you don't get the ball back. So you'll see a lot of ball control offense from these guys tonight. Um, you know, it's just a type of deal where, um, you know, you're, you're excited about, again, playing, again, an FAC team. But, um, you know, this is, a, this is a game that, you know, you know, you can't be looking in the future. And our kids, I've been trying to focus it with those guys this week. But, hey, we got to take one game at a time, literally. And you can't look down the road. And, uh, like you said, they've won three games impressively. And, and if you let that ground game go on, then you could be in for a tough night. Which we were back in 2018. If you remember, the uh, Hillsboro came in. They had an outstanding team that year and beat us in overtime. One of our only three losses in conference play over a five-year window on there. But overall, Jackson is 6-1 and one against Hillsboro. All us old guys remember the 1996 game when both teams met in the playoffs at 10-0. and 0 And the Ironman came away with a 7-3 win down in Portsmouth, Portsmouth Spartan Stadium. That was a great moment under Coach Jim Reynolds. But in the five years up here, we had that one loss, 27 to 21. But since then, coach, we have beat them 42 to three, 48 to seven, and 42 to nothing. We have certainly taken care of business on Hillsborough, and we want to keep that up. Yeah, we do. And like you said, we've been able to cause turnovers in those games, uh, keep them from running the football. We've had a lot of possessions, which have led to a lot of points. You know, typically we feel like that we have a little bit more team speed than they do so we can get our athletes in space, and we've had success with that, and I think tonight's no different. You know, we need to get, you know, our guys in, in areas where they can, you know, have one-on-one matchups. Um, you know, we really want to try to get their ground game going. You know, I feel like even though we're averaging over 200 yards a game, I, I don't feel like we haven't been as consistent in the rushing attack as we've, you know, been in the past. But then you look at our passing yards, we've thrown for over 1,300 yards already in five games. So, you know, that takes care of all that, too. So at the end of the day, we're still averaging over 400 yards offense, but we're just doing it a different way. And, uh, but we'd like to get these offensive line guys going and, and be able to come off the football and, and get a hat on a hat and, and get our three running backs, you know, you know, running downhill. You know, Braden Powell is, is healthy now with his hand, so, you know, he's going to get a chance to carry the ball a little bit tonight, too. And, um, you know, if we can get the ground game going and get the play-action pass, and I think we're, you know, we're pretty tough to beat. You talk about that running attack, and you know, Cade and Eli have been there every week, but uh, Nolan Johnson, 
each week a little bit more out of him. He is, and you know he's on. He's a sophomore that's really a load, and he's our second leading rusher right now. And you know he's made some great plays. Uh, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, and he's, you know, again, as a sophomore, you're just trying to learn your ways. As a first-year starter on, you know, in varsity, it's tough. And, you know, guys are now as big and strong as you and, um, and sometimes as fast as you, so you got to find other ways to, to be successful. And, and he's figuring that out. And I think uh, he and a, and a lot of other sophomores that are playing this year, you know, they've had their moments where they've struggled and they've had some moments where you see greatness. And, you know, you know against Wittersburg, he had a couple of great plays that, that, that sprung us and got us in, in great field position. I thought last weekend um, he had a couple of nice runs, had a pass out of the backfield, went about 40, 50 yards. So, you know, he's got greatness written all over him, and he's trying to figure it out. But, um, you know, it's a backfield full of, of opportunities for kids, and, and like I said, we'd like to get that ground game going. Game plan for tonight's game, you kind of hit it on the offensive side. Defensively, what do you want to accomplish? Well, of course, you got to stop the run, and we all know that. And so, you know, loading the box, you know, our D-line, you know, have to be able to, to hold that line of scrimmage so our linebackers and safeties can get in the run game. You know, your corners can't fall asleep because they will run play-action pass. They'll run the old waggle and boot pass game and try to get behind you and, um you know, we just got to do a better job tackling. Felt like last week we were really poor in our open field tackling, and um, you know, even though this won't be as much open field, but we want to get you know a lot of a lot of white hats on the ball tonight and, and uh, get these guys on the ground because once again, if they can get three or four yards a pop, we may never see the football. So you know, defensively, it's all about controlling that line of scrimmage and not letting them get to third and short and fourth and short. Getting into that part of the season, how are the in- injuries holding up? Well, you know, Braden Powell's wrist is, is coming around where he now has, can take off the brace, which means he can catch the football. Uh, Cade Wolford tweaked his ankle uh, a week ago, and, but he, I think he's, he's come around and is doing a pretty good job. Nolan Johnson had a, a shoulder issue, which you know he's you know he's he's a he's a tough kid. He's not going to take any time off, and um, but I think he, you know, he's going to be okay. Um, you know, it's just one of those situations where a lot of it, you know, luckily for us, is bumps and bruises. Now, we've, we've lost several kids, unfortunately, in the JV level for the year with, um, you know, shoulders and a couple knees and different things that are unfortunate. But, um, you know, going into week eight or week, week seven, I'm sorry, you know, we feel like that, you know, we're about as healthy as you can be, you know, at this time of year. You know, offense, defense, it's been there year-round. Probably the area that has improved the most, special teams, wouldn't you think? Well, it has. And, you know, you know, we brought Thatcher Brown on um, as, as our place kicker and kickoff guy. And, and I'll tell you what, he's done a great job. And every week he keeps getting better. I mean, you talk about a kid has never put a football helmet on until about three weeks ago or four weeks ago. And um, he's already been, been put in some pressure situations. His first starts down at Wittersburg, of all places. And, um, you know, I, and, of course, Jason played here. And I know he's very proud to watch his son wear his jersey number. His mom's maybe not quite as, uh, as happy. I know it makes her nervous. And she was kidding me uh, during the Apple Festival that you know that her son being out there on the football field just scares her to death. But I know she's proud too. But you know he's really helped us a lot, you know, with field position and and, and kicking the football. And, and again, he's learning. He's he's only a freshman. You know, we hope to get Ethan Crabtree back if not this year, but next year, and he'll be a senior. So we have to have someone in the future, and, and we think Thatcher can do that. You know, our punting game we haven't punted the ball a lot of late, but I think you know Jacob Winters is averaging over 35 yards a punt which is a lot better than we started with. So, you know, again, you know, kicking game is a big part of what we do. And um, like you said, it's getting better. No question. Coach, best of luck to you tonight. Homecoming here at Jackson Alumni Stadium. Always exciting nights. Um, can't wait to talk to you in the postgame. 
And I appreciate it. And like I said, I appreciate you and Dan and Pete coming in last night and talking to our kids. And, and um, you know, I know that that meant a lot to them and to, to, to see faces of, of the voices they've heard for many years. And so, again, uh, looking forward to the postgame show and hopefully it'll be a good night for the Ironman. All they got proof was that those three guys have faces for radio. <laughs> Stay tuned for more pregame activities with the voice of the Jackson Ironman, Mr. Dan Dobbins, and the best stat man this side of the Mississippi, Mr. Pete Wilson. Beautiful night for football. Week number, can it possibly be week number seven, Pete Wilson? We are in the second week of Frontier Athletic Conference play, and it is the Jackson Ironman playing host to Hillsborough Indians. But, Pete, you got to put on your editor's hat or your reporter's hat for a second. We just crowned royalty here on homecoming weekend at Jackson High School. Yes, we did, and the young lady who is reigning as the 2002 Jackson High School homecoming queen is senior Kendall Osborne, also a cheerleader out there. We've seen her around on the track team and like that. She fortunately gets chosen as the homecoming queen crowned by Jackson High School principal Tyler Swackhammer just a couple of minutes ago. Uh, the other young ladies who can call themselves royalty uh, would be the senior uh, queen finalist, Jade Winters, Jenna Lewis, and Alex Batista. The junior attendants uh, are Riley Kilgore and Trinity Erickson. Uh, Ella Armstrong is the uh, sophomore attendant and the freshman attendant. She wasn't introduced tonight, but we know she was picked as the freshman attendant. Apparently couldn't be here tonight, J.C. Yeager. So there you go, Dan. They will have, a, I take it, a good seat for the game. Well, and the smartest thing the school has ever done is make that dance on Saturday night. That right. used to be brutal when it'd have to follow the football game, especially if you're a player, a band member, or any of those. And, and what, what if you're a player and you lost? And we did my senior year, <laughs> and I got my hand stepped on and a broken finger, and it wasn't much fun, and I feel sorry for the young lady who I asked that night still. All right, well, yeah, dance tomorrow night in the field house, by the way. Last year they had it in the parking lot, but they've decided to move it to the field house this year, so good luck to everybody heading off the homecoming. But Denver, now, now put your hat on as the best stat man this side of Mississippi. Tell us a little bit about Hillsboro. All right, well, the Indians come in with a decent record, Dan. I think it's fair to say they're in a rebuilding mode, new coach, a lot of young players, but they are 3-3. Three and three. They have not fared well against the better teams on their schedule, but they have taken care of business against some of the others, and they are 3-3. Three and three. They've had some games where they've scored a lot of points. For instance, they beat East Clinton 41-27. Uh, to 27. They defeated Williamsburg in overtime in a shootout, 48-44. to 44. And just two weeks ago, they beat Claremont Northeast 31-14. to 14. Flip side, they got blitzed last week by a very good Washington Courthouse team, 42 to nothing. They were victimized by Drew Novak and Western Brown in the opener, 55 to nothing, and they lost a close game to Goshen in week two, 14 to seven. Dan, they are a team uh, coached by Nathan Horn. He's a first-year coach, but he uh, is from Hillsboro. His dad coached at Hillsboro and Wilmington both, so he's familiar with the town and the players. And he's he's rebuilding a little bit. They lost some players from last year, uh, just like Jack O'Rourke, who has coached there for a number of years in recent years. They're going to be a running team. They will even run some triple option tonight. Very seldom will they throw. Unfortunately for them, their senior quarterback, Cam Smart, who they were counting on, 
was hurt uh, week four. So they are going now with a freshman, a talented freshman. But remember, only a freshman. His name is Preston Faber, and they haven't changed the offense too much for him. They're staying on the ground, a lot of inside running games, some option there. Uh, look for Austin Barrett to be their top running back, uh, but they will stay on the ground maybe 80 to 90% of the time. Jackson knows that. Uh, but uh, Indians 3-3, three and three, Ironman 4-2. and two. Ironman Dan, or The Ironman Dan are ranked fifth in Region uh, region uh, 11 of Division 3. Hillsboro right now, if the playoffs, uh, if this was Week 10, they would be in the playoffs because they're like 12th in Region 12, Division 3. Frontier Athletic Conference teams all have some wins, and each week now, these are very important wins for us as we pick up important points for the computer playoffs. Right now, our main goal, I think, is to win that Frontier Athletic Championship, but as the weeks go on, we'll start talking more and more about the potential playoffs, which is certainly goal number two for the Ironman. Well, Jackson is actually going to receive the football. They lost the toss, but what, uh, Hillsboro decided to defer. They will kick off. Ironman get first shot at it. So we're going to turn it over to the voice of the Jackson Ironman, Mr. Dan Dobbins. Well, thank you, Dan. And tonight, the Jackson Ironman will receive the opening kick. They're dressed in the red. These two teams near each other, same colors. Jackson will wear the red jerseys, white, hand, or white pants, and the white helmet. Uh, Hillsborough on the other all white tonight. So. You know, and they got the neat stripes on their jersey, which are on the sle- on the shoulders, which kind of remind me of old New England Patriot jerseys and Mississippi State wears that same type of look. But uh, Jake Woods standing about his three yard line. He's in the middle for this, and this game is on the way. There's the start. The squib tip to begin the game, picked up by the Ironman interior lineman and. Ironman will have excellent field position as Xander Irwin pulls down that uh, onside kick and moves it into Hillsborough territory at the 47-yard line. Gutsy move by Hillsborough to try the onside kick. Even a better hands move by Xander Irwin to recover it nicely, cleanly, and advance it past the 50-yard line. That's where the Ironman will start, 47-yard line of Hillsborough. Winners under center. Hands off on first and 10 to Wolford. He breaks through, and he may go all the way. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Jackson. We hadn't even got to say, say him yet, but Tylen Messer, David Norris, Kate O'Brien had to do a fabulous job on the right side. Cade explodes into the secondary and then outruns all pursuit and a straight shot to the end zone, and the Ironman can't start much better than that. 12 seconds into the night's game. It's 6-0 Jackson with a 47-yard scamper by Cade well, since they said most of the offensive line, the left side will be Allen Adams and Trent Evans. Brody Butcher back at the tight end position. Hatcher Brown will attempt the kick on the way, and it is good. Wow, a break in the action here. 7 nothing. your score. Jackson over Hillsburg will take it. Time out and be back right after this. High school football is back. At Clean Bee Cleaning, we understand what this means for families. Long nights and dirty equipment thrown throughout the house. As a parent myself, I know how fast it can all pile up. Let your players focus on sweeping the floors with their opponents. Queen Bee can handle the ones at home. We offer professional cleaning with a personal touch. We're insured and offer cleaners for both residential and commercial properties. So if the busyness of the season has you in a pinch, call Queen Bee Cleaning at 740-418-2710 or message us on our Facebook page today. 
Nimco Propane is your local propane provider, serving all your propane needs. Nimco Propane sets all tank sizes all year round, and customer service is their number one priority. Nimco fills all orders in a timely manner, and they accept heat vouchers and carry welding supplies. Call the professionals at Nimco Propane today, 740-596-4477, or check them out on Facebook. That's Nimco Propane. The Airmen up 7 to nothing as Thatcher Brown, the freshman, will tee it up at the 40 to kick it off. And his kick down the left side, going to be taken on a hop at the 18-yard line. And boom, oh, on the God. play, it's going to be recovered by the Airmen and walking it. Is Eli Brown going to take it into the end zone? Touchdown! Wow, what a hit on the, on the kickoff return. And then Eli Broman takes the, the uh, fumble on the one hop. And did I, was it Eli who made the hit? I don't know. I I, boy, if somebody really laid into the return man, ball bouncing around the 20-yard line, was there to be picked up. Eli picks it up. He either gets an interception or a touchdown every week. He does. That's the guarantee. And the Ironmen have struck again in the first less than 30 seconds of this football game. 23 seconds in and... Thatcher Brown will attempt his second extra point. On the way. It's good. 14 to nothing. Jackson on top here early in the first quarter. We'll break away and be back with more Ironman football after this timeout. Auto and Truck Tire Center is your one-stop shop for all your mechanical and tire needs. Auto and Truck Tire Center offers 24-hour road service for your tires. Auto and Truck Tire Center will also come out to your farm for all your farm tire problems. So if you have a mechanical or a tire problem, give Auto and Truck Tire Center a call. 740-286-2290. That's 286-2290. Or stop in at 14700 State Route 93 in Jackson. Hey, all you Ironman football fans, we're back with the Gillum Insurance Player of the Game. Tune in each and every week to 96.7 and listen to Dan and Dan give their Player of the Game picks brought to you by Gillum Insurance. And also make sure you stop by and see us at our new location, which is located at 228 Broadway Street in Jackson, Ohio. So stop by or give us a call at 740-395-0357. Make sure you're covered. See you. We are back here at the Jackson High School as the kickoff by Thatcher Brown is taken by number 28, Dom Smart. The sophomore this time holds on to the football and returns it out to the 28-yard 20, line. Pete Wilson, a quick 7-0 score, or 14-0 score. Gosh, you can't do any better than that. Uh, score on your first offensive play, and then you score on the first special team play on the kickoff. Uh, Ironman lead 14 to nothing. Remember this, guys. 14 to nothing. 27 seconds into the football game. All right, here we go. First and ten for the Indians of Hillsborough from the right hash mark. Run a quick dive play right up the middle and right there to bring him down. Number 56, David Norris. Norris, along with Wiley on the tackle. The first hit for the fumble that was picked up by Eli Broman to carry it into the end zone was Bo Landra. Big hit right on, right on the football, knocked it loose, and there was Eli right there to pick it up and take it into the end zone. Last kickoff, Bryce Delaney got the hit on that one, which we had good coverage on the kickoff team. All right, it's 14 to nothing with 11 minutes remaining in the first quarter. 
second down and nine for the Indians. Unbalanced line to the left side, and they run that way. And it'll be a loss on the play back to the 26-yard line. All kinds of red jerseys. Landon Camp in the backfield as quick as the ball was snapped. Had help in there once again by Wiley. Let's get the other starters on there. A.J. Denny, he was our player of the game winner last week from Gillum Insurance. Um, getting the start in their nose guard is Bryce Delaney. We mentioned David North, Landon Camp, Braden Powell, the two outside linebackers. Starting inside linebackers will be Drew Wiley and Brody Butcher. We'll get the secondary in a second here. They're down in 12 for the Indians. And they run a little counterplay back to Smart. Smart is hit at the 26-yard line and driven backwards. It'll bring up a fourth down from the 28-yard line. Andrew Davis getting the start at the inside linebacker along with Wiley. Cornerbacks will be Bo Landrum, who had that big hit on the kickoff team. Jake Woods, the other cornerback. Jacob Winters, Eli Broerman in the secondary along with uh, Tucker Williams. Okay, punting situation and... Trotting on the field is Nick Burns. He'll stand in punting formation. We were scoring so quick, Danny. I couldn't even get the defensive starters in there. <laughs> He'll punt it away from the 16-yard line. Good snap. And good end-over-end kick. It's going to be taken at the 38-yard line. It's Wolford at the 40 and out to the 45. Still on his feet, he lateral[s] it back to Eli Broerman, and Broerman picks up a couple of extra yards out to the 47. That kind of play would make coaches cringe a little bit, but it worked. Got a couple extra positive yards out of it. Pete Wilson, the punt. It was uh, 35 yards on the punt there by uh, Burns. All right, so the Ironman take over at their 46-yard line, first and 10. Scored so quick on there, we said... Left side of that line, Allen Adams and Trent Evans. Quarterback Jacob Winters, naturally. Jacob, Jacob Wood, who has really developed into an outstanding receiver for the Ironman. Kate, we have Kate Wolford at the running back along with Eli Broerman. And here's the handoff and getting out close to midfield is Wolford. Braden Stapleton to split in. Gain of four on the play. Mack, he's tackled in there by uh, Dorian Stewart, number 34. 14 to nothing, your score. Nine minutes remaining here in the first quarter of play. Jackson with the ball and the lead. Second and six. Man in motion for the airman, and he gets the handoff. It's Jake Wood coming around left end. He breaks up at the 40. Still in his feet at the 35. Tackled down at the 37 yard line, or 32 yard line. It'll be a first down for the Ironman. Shows his speed getting around the end on the jet sweep there. Got a good block on the outside by Jacob Allen, a, a freshman in there, doing a good job on the left side of that line. Good scamper for the Ironman as Wooden picks up nice yardage, the second first down of the night. 13-yard gain there by the senior split end. He goes wide to the right, staple to the left side. The Ironman's staying in the... Under center, and here's a handoff left side with a good block, and it's Kate Wolfer making one move and then going down inside the 15-yard line. Boy, did our left side of the line just bury them on that end. Kate ran it up the gut, cut to the outside, found a lot of room there. We had uh, Jacob Allen, Trent Evans in there on that left side, then he runs over a tackler inside the 15. 19-yard scamper for Wolford. Now the airman knocking on the door once again. From the 13-yard line. Winners under center. 
And he'll hand off straight up the middle. It's looked like Nolan Johnson, the ball carrier. He's still on his feet and then wrestled down as they hit the 10-yard line. Coach Holt mentioned in his pregame, Nolan Johnson's getting more and more opportunities each week, growing as a football player, only a sophomore. Gets down to the 10-yard line, picks up about three, second and seven. Play comes in from the sideline. That's Eli Broman bringing it in. Johnson checks out of the game. Stapleton wide right, Wood to the left. And it'll hand off to the left, started left, and it will be Cade Wolford going in for a second touchdown tonight. He was untouched on that scamper of seven yards. It's two-hand touch. He just, he still scored. Great blocking once again. A little crossing action in the backfield. They fake it to Broerman, hand it back to Cade, running behind the left side of the line. Remember we said, getting very comfortable running that left side. Obviously, those guys on that left side doing a fabulous job blocking, and Cade goes into the end zone. Third touchdown. Still less than five minutes into this contest. That gives Wolford ten touchdowns on the season. Kick by Brown. It's up and good. Another break in the action here at Jackson High School. 21 nothing. your score, and we'll be back with more Ironman football after this time. With power and versatility, the Kubota M7 tractor is built for hay and forage work. With up to 168 horsepower, it has superior loader lift capacity, easy-to-use controls, and all-day comfort. It also comes with your choice of a 30 by 15 semi-power shift or Kubota variable transmission, and it was rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to or visit your hometown Kubota dealer, Rice or Equipment of Lucasville on US 23 or in Jackson at 486 Burlington Road for a demo today or visit them online at riceorequipment.com or on Facebook. Brian Moore Construction specializes in turnkey construction, room additions, kitchen and bathroom remodels, as well as residential and commercial roofing. They also do silicone and acrylic roof coverings. Brian Moore Construction delivers quality craftsmanship on time, on budget, and according to specifications. Choose Brian Moore Construction for your next build, remodel, or roofing project. Call today for a free estimate, 740-418-6140. That's oh, Brown's kickoff is handled by Smart at the 20-yard line, and he is hit hard on here on the left side of the field. And what about first hit by Braden? No, um, yeah, Braden Powell, and the second hit by Tucker Williams. And kickoff team has been superb tonight. Yep. 7-12 to go here in the first quarter. It's 21 to nothing in favor of the Iron Room. You know what made him mad? Couldn't be. I don't think much worse start for Hillsboro. Lose the onside kick one snap later. You're, we're in the end zone. Fumble the kickoff return. We pick it up. We're in the end zone. All right. Preston. Did take a few plays on that drive, Pete. Um, yep, a few. About five. Preston Farber, the sophomore, the freshman quarterback, hands off and some positive yards for Hillsboro as he crosses the 30. Out to the 31-yard line on second down and seven. This makes it tough on Hillsboro. It's not a team that naturally can play from behind. They don't throw the ball very well or very often. And we have always been pretty good against the run defense this year. See uh, Ryan Taylor in there, one of the defensive tackle positions. And handoff straight up the middle once again. And there was gain of one on the play. Delaney getting off the bottom of the pile along with A.J. Denny 
Butcher shoving him back, puts him in a third and six situation. Ball rests at the 32-yard line on the right hash mark as the Indians go towards the south end of the stadium. They are down 21 to nothing here with a little over six minutes remaining in this first quarter of play. High formation, wide outs to both sides. Albert wants to pass, throws it out in the flat, and it's overthrown. And the receiver here on the near side of the field was number 42. That's uh, Peyton Aber, and it'll bring up a fourth down in a punting situation for Hillsborough. Back deep for the Ironman, it's Wolford and Wood. Jackson Ironman graduate who is an attorney in Columbus texting us. He has one request. He wants more Wilson. Hmm. Sometimes people want more cowbell, but they want more Wilson on the air. So, Pete? I speak when spoken to. Oh, okay. All right. Nick Burns will punt it away. A good spiraling kick. Beautiful kick. And it will be caught by Jake Wood as he handles the ball nicely, but goes out of bounds at the sideline, and it will be first and then Jackson at the 25-yard line. And he will I'm speaking. What about yeah, that see, punt? They want to hear How about a 43-yard punt there by Burns? Very nice. He angled it towards the sideline. Jake caught it, but really his momentum took him out of bounds right at that point. The Ironman, their worst field position, their own 25. Trips to the right for the Jackson Ironman. Jake Winters will stand in the gun. First time this evening. Take the, he wants to pass. Looking right. Throws it out in the flat. It's caught at the 29. Turning it upfield and tackled at the 35-yard line is Jake Wood. He'll be just a yard short of the first down. So far, Ironman having success in about everything they do. Second and short. As the airman breaks the huddle again, now trips to the left, stapled in the wide out, widest. Winners in the gun. He takes the three-step drop and throws it to a wide-open Jake Wood at the 48-yard line. Sheds one tackler and then goes into Hillsborough territory as he's tackled at the 44-yard line. Another first down for the airman. Boy, that's where he... Jacob had time by the offensive line. They run a flood to this wide side of the field to the home side. And the middleman notoriously is going to be open in that, especially against his own defense. And he was when he has time like that to set his feet. Put it right on the mark to Jake Wood. The Ironmen are in Hillsboro territory. At the 44-yard line. And whistle as the play starts. And it will be offsides against Hillsboro. That will cost them five yards. And Bring up a first and five at the 39. We'll have to say, Hillsboro didn't travel real well tonight as far as their fans. Their band is here. Then crowd on the visiting side. Nice crowd here on Jackson's side. Who's really enjoying this football team, as we've said all year long, has a very high ceiling on just how good they can be. Lot left as Winters fumbles a snap and then picks it up, and he'll take off and run. He's got into open field and he's run out of bounds after picking up the first down at the 22-yard line. Dropped the snap from center and then uh, made something out of nothing as he ran around the Left in and picked up the first down. Really, it's been a lot of room running this left side of the field. The Ironman going toward the where the band sits, away from the parking lot, and this whole first quarter, and when they run left, it's been good and open. Well, they un- they run unbalanced. That's just a regular set. 
And it's a split back formation. It's Nolan Johnson with his number called, and he picks up yardage inside the 15. He'll go down to the 13-yard line. Good teammate Kate Wolford, lead blocker there, gets a good block at the point of attack, lets the big sophomore turn the corner. Now the four minutes and 20 seconds remaining in this first quarter play. Jackson leads it 21-0 and threatening once again. From the left hash mark, slot left. Jacob Winters looking to pass. No, it's play action now. Going to roll out to the right and wide open in the end zone and incomplete. Deep in the far corner of the end zone. Brody Butcher. Pass actually got there. Jacob rolling to his right. Had some room out there. Got off the fingertips of Brody. Ironman couldn't quite complete it. Was a great opportunity because you're in a second and short situation. Still basically looking at a two-down situation here to convert the first down. Yeah, the scoreboard says third down and two. Ball is resting at the 14-yard line. Stapleton wise right. And winners. Hands off left side and meeting it is Kate Wolfer meeting somebody right at the 10-yard line, standing him up, but he stays on his feet, and then well, he picks up yardage for the first down. You know, Cade is a workout, a holic, if you want to call it that. He sh- he's so much stronger this year physically. He ran over a tackler there. First and goal from the nine-yard line for the Ironman. 3.44 remaining, running clock here in the first quarter. Ironman have racked up seven first downs. Hillsboro has none. Uh, You guys have said, couldn't imagine a worse start for a young team on the road against a team like Jackson. Wood and Stapleton both go right, slot to the left side. And the handoff will be around the left end, and it's Wood trying to get into the end zone. He does, touchdown, but we have a penalty marker thrown as Wood takes it into the end zone from nine yards out. But this one will come back. Holding is the call against Jackson. First time the Airmen have anything negative happen here in this first quarter. It is. It is. And what a shame on the jet sweep. Jake Wood went in, turned the corner, used his quickness. He had such quick feet. Turned the corner and into the end zone, but we'll mark it back a little bit. New line of scrimmage, the 19. First and goal from the 19. Don't hear that very often. Uh, clock is moving, 319. Trips to the right side. Simon's cut, or that is the JT Hammonds to the left, looking over the middle, and the bow is going to oh, be catch and then Hammonds almost made a miraculous catch as he dove about two yards deep in the end zone, trying to come up off the deflection and the Hauled in for the fourth PD, but unable to do so. Post pattern by the sophomore, split two of the defenders, all rifled right in there. Everybody got hands on it, so it popped up in the air, and Hammond dove for that ball after it was deflected. Couldn't quite get to it. We do have a Hillsborough player that is down now. Being tended to. 306 remaining, 21 to nothing. You're scoring. Looking at the sky is really kind of ominous. You have sunshine behind us, those dark clouds to the to the uh, west of us. But, uh, well, we hope your brother's listening to us. Let's say he, we have our he lives down in Fort Myers, so obviously uh, 
he was hoping to have enough power and able to listen to us and thoughts and prayers to all the people down there. We're going to feel a little bit of that weather, I think, tomorrow and Sunday. Looks like it. It looks like it, but uh, well, it's just been a disaster for yeah. the Florida personnel. Go ahead. Please. Danny just mentioned the weather. It is some gray clouds here, but the phone says it's going to start raining at 5 a.m., and then it might not stop for a while, but I think we might be all right tonight. Yeah. Okay. okay. The player still being attended to. Both teams uh, back around their sideline, huddle around the coaching staff. 21 nothing. Jackson Lee's got off within 23 seconds. The first 23 seconds of the game, they led 14 to nothing. Yes, unbelievable. And it was a you know a move that I'm sure Hillsboro has worked on all week long. The onside kick, they put a different kicker in there. They probably practiced it. It didn't work. Xander Irwin, you know that's a, that's that's a little thing, but he caught it clean on a high bound, one handed, pulled it in, carried it across the 50 yard line. We got good field position, but it's just one snap, one handoff behind the right side of that offensive line, and Kate Wolford outruns everyone to the end zone, and uh, couldn't have been a better start. We kick off. And then Bo Landrum, and boy, he's been such a solid senior this year. Coming down on the kickoff team, unloads on the return man, forces a fumble. Eli Broerman, as he's been all year long, picks it up and carries it in. And, you know, we were less than 30 seconds into this contest, and we had a 14-0 lead. Hey, hey, I tell you what, too, you know, you just uh, repeated the horrible scenario for Hillsborough. You know what would have been really worse? Xander Irvin wasn't that far away from breaking you're, you're, the return on the right. onside kick. You are right. Number 82, Landon Jordan, is the injured player. He's up and walking off the field with a little help, but uh, good to see him on his feet. Play will resume shortly. And... He's, he's wobbly, though, getting some assistance to the sideline, but... Once again, it'll be uh, second down, 19 from the 19-yard line. It is second and goal. FAC in full swing as other games around the year around the league tonight would be Chillicothe, Miami Trace, and then Courthouse against McLean. We'll give you those scores as they come through. And right now, it's the second and 19, or second and goal from the 19 for Jacob Winters and his Ironman. Snap back, winners looking, has time looking, now flushed out of the pocket, fumbles oh, the football, and it's recovered by the Indians at the 20-yard line. We have a marker on the field. I think it was just a mark of where the fumble was. Yep. Jacob felt the pressure, tried to step up into the pocket, actually what I think was tuck, getting ready to tuck and run. And somebody got a hand on the football. It's on the turf. They recovered on the 20. And so Hillsboro finally has a little something positive happen to them, Pete. If it was, uh, that's the first Jackson turnover. Uh, and uh, Hillsboro right there to jump on the jump on. And they earned that one. Nice play. They wrapped up Jacob right around, uh, right around these arms. And the ball popped out. And they were there quickly to recover it. Uh, first and 10 for the Indians. Everybody in tight. There are no splits between the linemen. And handoff over the left side and crossing the 20 out to about the 22, 23. Now keep going and out to the 24-yard line. A gain of four. They're 
biggest positive play of the evening. Wrapped up high by Butcher and low by Delaney, and they bring him down. Buddy, you're right. Their best first down play so far. Second and six. They would like to take three snaps and grind out first downs all the way down the field. That's their philosophy, I think, this year. The problem is that's hard to do when you're down 21 points already, even though there's a lot of time left in this football game. Lots of time. 2.23 to be exact in the first quarter. They break the huddle in second and six. This time running out of the I formation. And handoff to the deep back. And Smart will break through. And still on his feet is the sophomore, Dom Smart, number 28, picks up the first down. He's out to the 34-yard line. Tucker Williams hits him low, but it was not until he had first down yardage, so they will move the yard markers. And that's their first, I think, Pete Williams. It is their first first down. That's a 10-yard run right after a 4-yard run. So two nice plays back-to-back by the Indians. No score in that Chillicothe Man Trace team. Oak Hill Oaks taking on the Wheelersburg Pirates down at Wheelersburg, 14 to nothing first quarter. There's the quarterback handing off, and he's hit Ooh, good hit. hard right at the line of scrimmage. It looks like maybe a loss of one on the play. Drew Wiley in there, some assistance by Brody Butcher, the two inside linebackers. Once again, Wiley just getting better and better at that linebacker position. He is a bit of a hitter. Washington Courthouse leading McLean, 14 to nothing. In the they're, they're the real deal. Second and 11 after the loss of one. Man in motion from right to left and handoff to the deep back, and he'll be stood up at the line of scrimmage. A bunch of red jerseys hitting, converging on the ball carrier. Delaney, Denny, host of others in there. The red jerseys, no gain, and... Third and long, and this is what happened, boy, when you want to grind out first downs, you have one bad play, set you behind the markers, It'll be and third. you're just not comfortable in third and long. Third and 12, 45 seconds to go. And you got a freshman quarterback, makes it even tougher. On the 32-yard line, that's fake. Hitman going over top. He got it to 45 or 49 yard line. Great catch in there by number 43, who's not in the program, but a good one-handed catch right in between the seams there and picks up the first down into Ironman territory. Give the young freshman quarterback opportunity. He had a great play action fake in the backfield, turned and threw it right over the middle of the field and hit their receiver right in stride. And they are in Jackson territory. They quickly come. The line of scrimmage, new set of downs, and the handoff. The quarterback keeps it, and he'll go down at the 38. That Preston Faber, the young freshman at quarterback, second down after a gain of four. Crowerman coming up from a strong safety position to make the tackle, but another four-yard gain, and that is one quarter in the book. It's 21 to nothing. Jackson leads Hillsborough, and we'll be back with second quarter action after this timeout. Are you looking for a great tractor at an affordable price? Stop by Wagner Rental of Jackson to test out an LS tractor. From 25 horsepower to 100 horsepower, Wagner Rental has the perfect LS tractor for you. All LS models are backed by a two-year full warranty and a six-year drivetrain warranty, so you can't go wrong. With over 50 years in the farming business, LS Tractor is your trusted source. Come by Wagner Rental on Twin Oaks Drive in Jackson to get financed for your new LS tractor today. Excel in your field. Robotic surgery. 
advanced imaging, cutting-edge cancer care, and integrated telehealth. These are several state-of-the-art technologies available at Holzer Health System. Our game-changing advancements provide quality outcomes, which means you return to living your life sooner. With innovative technologies close to home, we are taking local health care to the next level. When it comes to your health, think Holzer first. Welcome back to Jackson Ironman Football. Dan Dobbins, Pete Wilson, and Dan Morrow. Second quarter action. And on the first play of the second quarter, for a run to dive and the picks up about a yard. No more than that. It'll bring up third and six. Ryan Taylor, Braden Powell at the bottom of the pile. Pete Wilson, numbers. All right. In that uh, quarter, Ironman 161 total yards, 45 for Hillsborough. Ironman seven first downs to two for Hillsborough. Hillsborough practically all of its yardage on the last three plays of the quarter. Preston Palmer under center with a single back behind him. Now motion from right to left and goes to the pitch man. Sweeps to the left side. Fumbles the oh football and is picked up by Bone Landrum at the 48-yard line. Unforced error. Basically dropped the ball before it hit, but there was great containment by the Jackson defense. I think he wanted to cut back, but the ball dropped out of his hands and Bo Landrum on top of things once again. Well, the Ironman stopped the best drive of the evening so far for the Hillsborough after the turnover. Bo Landrum picked it up at the 48. Each team now with a turnover. We're just underway in the second quarter. The Ironman, first and ten. As Winters hands off to Wolford, breaking across the 50 and down to the 46-yard line. He picks up about six and a half yards. And right behind Alan Adams, Nate O'Brien, David Norris. Picks up about five yards on first down. He was down at the 47, so it's gain of five. Kate has already collected some rushing yards tonight. The big thing is, was that first one was 47 yards, I think, Pete? Yes, yes, it was. Six carries, 95 yards is where he sits. Here's play action by the airman. Winners looking. He rolls out of the pocket to the right, looking downfield, and is caught oh, by shot. Jake Wood. Sharply thrown pass, caught at the 34, and then run out of bounds. Jake Wood picks up the first down. Jacob rolling to his right, bought some time, able to throw a rocket to Jake Wood. Jacob to Jake. We said that combination getting more fun and fun each week. Actually had two receivers open there. Eli Broman opened a little shorter in the pattern also. Jacob does it. He just has a feel in the set, in the pocket back there. He feels pressure coming, knows how to roll out, buy extra time, give his receivers another opportunity. Ironman said Wood and Stapleton to the left side. And here's Winters holding, handing off to Broman. He follows blockers around that left side once again. The Ironman have been dominant left here in this first half of play. And gain down to the 29-yard line. Another gain of five and a half. Andrew Davis will report in. He'll play at one of the guard positions for Jackson. Actually replacing Tylen Messer. So the Army actually going with multiple guards. I think that's not an unbalanced line. Yep. Straight shot. Wide outs to both sides. And here's Winters. Little play action. Roll out to the right side. It's a bootleg, and he'll keep it. He's at the 20-yard line. Still on his feet. Penalty flag is thrown. 
And this one will come back. And the Iron going to be flagged for holding at the 20-yard line. You know, Trent Evans out there really hustling. I thought got a great block, and he's just so much bigger than the person he's blocking. It's almost like the official anticipated grabbing his flag before there was contact. And I'm not questioning it totally, but yes, I didn't look like a hold to me. It looked like he just buried the guy. He got the first down, P. Wilson, but the penalty flag thrown at the 19 will move him back 10 yards from there. So it will remain second down at the 29-yard line. Senior Messer back in there at the right tackle position. It was Armin Rose Collision Hit of the Week Award winner for a pancake walk last week. 9.45 to go. First half of play. 21 nothing Jackson. Here's second down and five. Line up in the eye formation and the pitch to the short side of the field. Yeah, some room. And down the sideline to the right is Cade Wolford, and he has the first down inside the 20. Ran out of bounds at the 17-yard line. Just really sealing the outside there, the right side of that offensive line. Had a block out there by Jake Wood. You had Messer on the right tackle position. It just looked like Cade had room to run right away. He takes advantage of it. Cade's gone over 100 yards now. Seven carries, 107 yards. Our men have 10, or rather, I'm sorry, nine first downs already. Staying on the right hash mark, going towards the south end of the stadium. And winner's warned to pass. Pumps once and then goes down in the corner. It is caught for the touchdown. Brandon Stapleton. Stapleton with a great one-on-one play out there. Cuts a little to the inside, makes the post, cuts to the outside. Number seven lays it up and over his shoulder, hits him in stride in the end zone. Senior to senior there, and that was a pretty execution. Pretty good, pretty outstanding execution on that play. Stapleton had that great game down at uh, Wheelersburg a couple yes, of weeks ago. Yes, he did. Three ago. big catches in that one. Here's the extra point by Thatcher Brown. Wood holds. And it's down the middle. Thatcher's still perfect on the season. 28 nothing. Jackson has the lead, and we'll be back as Ironman football continues on Mix 96 FM. Like New Cleaning Services is a locally owned, family operated cleaning service based in Jackson. Like New provides a variety of cleaning services, including residential and commercial, and pressure washing. If you don't have the time or the heart to clean it, let Like New revive your dirtiest and lift your spirits. You can rest knowing the job was done right. For a done right cleaning service where quality meets integrity, call Like New Cleaning Services today for a free quote at 740-879-5055. That's 879-5055. Want to get away but just can't leave the fur babies? Well, call the Red Woof Inn. That's right, the Red (gasps) Inn with a W in MacArthur. The Red Woof Inn is your locally family-owned and operated loving and caring dog boarding service with a super clean facility, fully fenced area to run, plenty of attention time, and belly rubs. It'll be like your four-legged friends are on their own vacation. Book that trip now and know the dogs are cared for and safe at the Red Woof Inn. Call 740-649-8640 or contact them on Facebook to schedule. (laughs) 28 to nothing. Jackson with the lead, and here's the kickoff by Brown, taken by Smart over on the far side of the field. He takes it to the 20, and he returns it up to just shy of the 30-yard line. Brought down by about seven of the Jackson 11 out there. Pete, 
All right, the Ironmen go after the fumble recovery by Bo Landrum, go six plays, 50, 54 yards, or 52 yards rather, for the touchdown. Touchdown comes on a 17-yard pass from Jacob Winters to Braden Stapleton. Brown, Batcher Brown, tacks on the extra point. The Ironmen lead 28 to nothing, 9-10 remaining in the half. Caden Snyder getting some snaps in there at the nose guard position now. As they break the huddle, Nick Burns comes wide to the left side. The wing formation and pitch to the right side and hit hard as he goes down at the 29-yard line. Braden Powell first there. Andrew Davis really finishes and helps finish him off. Gain of a one, maybe two, maybe a long one. By nine minutes remaining here in this first half, where the Airmen lead it 28 to zero. Here's the handoff right up the middle, and still on his feet, but now a gang tackle by the Airmen. The forward progress will get him out to the 33-yard line. It'll bring up third down. Yeah, let's call it six yards to go. A little scrambling here. The roster they gave us for Hillsborough to start the game, obviously, is if we found out has been right. If, if Hillsborough fans are streaming and wondering what's going on, we'll try to get it right the rest of the way. All right. Third down and six for the Indians. And going to the right is the quarterback, Fabry, looking upfield. He'll take off and run, and he will die for the first down stakes on the far side of the field. And it looks like he may have the first down. He was hit pretty hard out there, right at the first down yard each needed by A.J. Denny, but he picks it up. They move the chain. Freshman quarterback forced into action two weeks ago when the senior starter was out, and he's out for the season. So that's a young man that's going to grow up quickly. We might as well get used to him. We're going to see him for a while then, you assume? We assume, yes. First and 10 for the Indians. And Auber. and fumble on the play, ball loose, and the Airmen have recovered at the 37-yard line. Drew Wiley in there with the recovered fumble. I think Braden Powell was around the contact also. Wiley and Powell, and Wiley comes up with another turnover for the Ironman. The Ironman get another short field as they recover that on the 37-yard line of Hillsborough. Airman will take over. Still seven minutes and 38 seconds back to go. Back-to-back fumbles for Jackson. I see Gavin Jones in there at a tight end position for the Ironman. Jake a, lot of football, right. a lot of football left, but we'll, we'll see a lot of people play tonight, I think. And here's the handoff winner straight up the middle, breaking one tackle and getting near the 30-yard line. Eli Broerman. Broerman, number 28 for the Airmen. Picks up seven hard-fought yards there right behind the left guard. Kill trailing Wheelersburg 21 to nothing in the second quarter. Washington Courthouse Blue Lions still 14 to nothing over McLean. 
Alan Adams in there at that left guard position, a senior. Trent Evans on the left side. Boy, it's an offensive line just having an outstanding night tonight. There's good room to run. Long three for the Airmen. There's the winner looking, and it's Johnson. He was stopped in the backfield, broke a couple, nice move, and then broke a couple of tackles. He picked up the first down at the 24. That's a little of that gifted give and go, doesn't he? Stops on a dime, can then get going pretty quickly. Change of direction there, run into his right, cut back to his left, found first down yardage, takes it inside the 25. 6.45 to go in before halftime. Stapleton, Wood out to the right side. And here's play action. There's a fumble on the play as winners. Looks like he wanted to do play action, but the ball slipped out of his hands. It was recovered by the airmen. He may have ran into somebody in the backfield. There's not that Eli Broerman recovered his second fumble. This one saves the ball for us. His first one was a touchdown. He picked it up and ran it in. That's a loss of two and a half on the play. Second down, 13. Haven't had many negative plays tonight, if any. All right, from the eye. Pitch to the second back, and that's Johnson. Johnson trying to get around the end right side. Cuts it back up. And tackled at the 22. One of the Hillsborough defenders did take on the interference and forced Nolan to cut it back inside. Ironman have been able so far this first half to get around the outside and have room to run. He picks up five on that carry. I, I also saw number seven, the quarterback, with about a five-yard block downfield in front of Johnson. He's now, very capable of those. Now trips to the left as winners work from the shotgun. Looking left, looking, now throwing it, and oh. at the 10-yard line, number 31 for Hillsborough, Ryan Burns, makes a, probably a touchdown-saving tip as he deflected the pass, and that ball is incomplete. Nolan Johnson down. open in the flats. Jake open on the, in the, mid, the middle part of that flooding of the left side of the field, and the defender saves the touchdown by just getting his hand up and deflecting the ball so close. And the Ironman will play for it on fourth down at the 22-yard line of Hillsboro. Five wide. Empty backfield for the Ironman. Winners take the snap, looking right, looking now going over the middle. He's got the reception. It's Broerman inside the five, down at the one. Pass, good catch, Eli Broerman. So close to getting in the end zone. They'll mark him right at the one-yard line. They flood the field with five receivers, and the offensive line gave him time. First and goal from the one-yard line for the Airmen, who lead it 28-0. Eli, one of the slot receivers there, just runs the post pattern and found room there. A nice catch. Braden Powell going to bring a play in from the sideline, and as Coach Hall said in the pregame show, his hand is healed. He is capable of maybe getting some carries in the backfield. Full house formation for the Airmen. From the one. Yes, handoff to Braden Bow. You mentioned his number, and he goes in for the touchdown. I have a great advantage when I interview Coach Hall on those sometimes. Kind of know some of those things are coming. 34 to nothing after the one-yard plunge by Braden Powell, the senior. Puts the airman up, and here's the extra point. Evans will snap it. 
to Jake Wood. And we can keep this going for the first time this year. We might have some quality running clock in the second half. It's on the way, and it's good. 35 to nothing with 4.39 to go in the first half. Jackson with the lead, and we'll be back with more Iron Miss football right after this. Dave's Custom Butchering and Retail Deli of Wellston is your one stop for fresh local meats. From burgers, brats, and steaks for the grill, sausage or bacon for breakfast, or fresh side of beef or pork for your freezer, Dave's has everything you need. Don't pass up their homemade chicken and ham salad prepared and packaged for any occasion. Cut fresh daily, you won't find fresher meat anywhere else. And don't miss our monthly special local fresh meat at Dave's Custom Butchering and Retail Deli on Scott Lane in Wellston. At Atomic Credit Union, choose how you check. $5 opens your account, and you get your debit card the same day. Online and mobile banking gives you access to your account 24-7 with features like card activation and deactivation, remote deposit capture, pay another member, and bill pay. Visit us online at AtomicCU.com and unbank with us today. Federally insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender. While we were away, the kickoff by Thatcher Brown, taken, uh, returned by Smart out to the 36-yard line. Pete Wilson, the last drive for the Ironman. Ironman on the short field after the fumble recovery by Wiley. Uh, go seven plays, 37 yards. Brown, Thatcher Brown, he's not missed an extra point since he's been given that PAT job. That makes it 35 to nothing with uh, 434 now to go in the first half. Preston Faber, the freshman. Bring this team to the line of scrimmage from the 36-yard line. Faber will hand off. No, he pitches back to Smart, and he's hit and dropped by Braden Powell for a loss on the play. That will be a loss of five. Maybe six. Well, give him a pretty good spot there, I think. Braden Powell. Living in the backfield there, wraps the, or the running back up as soon as he catches the pitch. They called a loss of four, second and 14. We're now down to 410 remaining in the second quarter. Just joined us. Jackson jumped on Hillsborough early and now lead at 35. They haven't quit jumping, Dan. <laughs> It's been quite a half for the Ironman. Misdirection counter type play, and we'll, Ironman are ready for it. As there will be no gain on the play. Zach Kraft in there getting some snaps at his defensive tackle position. Also, Andrew Brown on the tackle. I'm sorry, Andrew Davis on the tackle. That's a Jevin Hoshton. The ball carrier gets his first, the second of the night. Yes, a freshman, by the way. Yeah, they're. Really an uncomfortable third and 14 situation for Hillsborough, who has, they have had one good pass over the middle, but that's been their only pass attempt for the completion. Well, Nick Burns comes to the left side, and Ryan Burns to the right. And back to pass is Fauver. He's got lots of pressure. Now, eludes one. Now, he can't get around the other. He'll lose yardage on the play. A loss of two. and it'll... At the 30-yard line. Brings up Great. fourth down and seven. Powell, Davis, all in there. Wrap him up for another loss. Butcher right around the football there. Caught fourth and 16 now. 
One thing they have done well, they punted the ball well. The punter had a beautiful punt earlier on, but that's number seven, Nick Burns. Deep for the airman are Wolford and Wood. He gets a good snap. The kick is caught at the 35-yard line by Jake Wood. Returns it to the right. Cuts it upfield. Still no speed at midfield. Down the sideline. 40. 30. Down the 20. 10. Makes one tackler miss and then ran out of bounds at the two-yard line. Always look for opportunities to see Jake Wood get an opportunity to return a punt. He did it there. Caught it way over on the visiting uh, sideline around the 35. Cut the pack for the home crowd to get everybody applause. And takes it all the way down to the two-yard line. I wish he could have got in the end zone. How about a beat? A 35-yard punt there by Burns. And how about a 61-yard return by Wood? Down to the two-yard line. First we have come to the conclusion he's quicker than his dad. Yes, we have. Uh, okay. Well, I, I thought we did that I just want to make sure. Okay. Okay. Want to make sure of that. And the shotgun. Handoff goes to Wood. Oh. He'll try to get to the get left corner and stretches it out towards the pylon, and Jake Wood is in for the touchdown. Just kept driving to the sideline. He knew he could find a opening finally. Just gets inside the flag and a well-deserved touchdown for Wood. He had one earlier in the game. They had called back on penalty, so it was his turn to get one. All right, and he will also double duty as he will hold for the extra point. Evans will snap, and Thatcher Brown, the freshman kicker. He's got the kick on the way, and it is good. 42 to nothing. Your Jackson Ironman lead it over Hillsboro, and we'll take a break with 155 to go in the first half. We'll be back right after this. I'm so bored. There's nothing to do here. That makes one of us because I go bowling at Leo Wilson every week. You do? Yes. I joined the league, which means I go to Leo Wilson to bowl and have fun socializing with my friends weekly. Do you ever get hungry when you go bowling at Leela of Wilson? Not anymore, since Amori's Pizzeria popped up inside of Leo of Wilson. They bring award-winning pizza to my bowling team's table every week. Man, that sounds like fun. Can I still join the fun at Leo of Wilson? Sure you can. Leagues are now forming. Stop in at 15 North Park Avenue in Wilson or give us a call at 740-384-6670. The Jackson County Health Department HOPE Initiative is offering free naloxone to those who wish to have a supply of the life-saving medication. Opioids take lives and naloxone saves them. Get your free naloxone kit. Stop by the Health Department or call and they can mail it to you. They also offer contactless delivery. Help save someone's life with free naloxone provided by the Jackson County Health Department, 200 East Main Street in Jackson. Call 286-5094. Stop overdoses. Carry naloxone. Well, while we were away, Nick Burns takes the Thatcher Brown kickoff at the 17-yard line and returns it out to the 31, 14-yard. Tell us about that Jake Wood drive, Pete. Okay, well, wouldn't you know they give Jake the number on the end around two-yard touchdown run after he set his own touchdown up with a 61-yard punt return. Ironmen now have built their lead to 42 to nothing after the Brown extra point. Uh, the Indians have 151 to work with before halftime comes. Well, uh, end around, and it's Hosher with the uh, carry, and he is run out of bounds. I'm going to mark him out around the 38th of the seven-yard game. 
Good first down play for Hillsborough. Little he did trickery not. in the backfield. Tucker Williams grabs him up and takes him down or out of bounds. But, uh, he didn't get out of bounds. The clock is still moving. Okay. And there is no um, stop clock each for the score in the first half. Start of the third quarter there. We'll have a running clock. Now, Unless no, they no. score two quick scores. Right. Now Burns will break the huddle and come wide left for the Indians. Father will option down the wing. The right wow. oh, on the play right. after the big hit. Still loose on the field. I think Hillsborough may have came up with it. But it'll be a big loss on the play all the way back to the 28-yard line. Nolan Johnson coming from his outside linebacker position. And Gavin Jones, the other outside linebacker, meet at the quarterback, attack him. Ball is loose. Hillsborough does recover it, but it's about a nine-yard loss. Back to the 29-yard line, third down and 12. Justin Faber, the uh, freshman quarterback, hands off. And getting that carry is number 42, Austin Barrett. Barrett will pick up a couple yards, and it'll bring up fourth down and ten. Caden Snyder gets in there, hits him low, brings him down. And this will be halftime as they're going to let the clock run out. That is it for the first two quarters of play here at Jackson's Alumni Stadium. And the Ironmen lead the Hillsborough Indians 42 to nothing. We'll take a break and we'll be back with more halftime activities right after this timeout. Hello, Osborne Equipment Service. I need to order pizza. We don't have any pizza. Can I get a cheeseburger? We don't have any food. I think you might have the wrong number. You always say you have something for everyone. We do with parts and service for trucks, trailers, buses, and RVs. And we're family-owned and operated. We don't do food, but I've got a truck so I can go pick up a pizza if you want. While you're at it, my mom wants a salad. Your diesel specialist since 1979. Osborne Equipment Service in Jackson, Ohio. Call 800-937-3501. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Football. Named best sports program in the country by the National Association of State Radio Networks. Tonight in High School Football is presented by Bex Hybrids. Now here's your host, Skip Mossick. And hi again everyone, welcome to Tonight in High School Football's Halftime Report. This evening we'll talk some Western Ohio High School Football and the powerful MAC Conference with former OSU All-American, NFL All-Pro, and the pride of St. Henry High School over in Mercer County, Jim Lachey. That's next on the Ohio News Network. Every farmer has their reason for why they do what they do. For Becks, it's faith, family, and farming. Since 1937, the Beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination. Delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Bex, when it comes to farming, we believe in something more. 
I'm Scott DeMauro, president of the Ohio Education Association, and on behalf of the OEA's 120,000 members, we're proud to bring you tonight's game. OEA members teach in Ohio's public schools and universities. We drive your kids' buses and serve them lunch. We're school nurses, custodians, librarians, and more. And we coach your kids on the field. We believe in great public schools for every student. And we believe our team is always stronger when we stand together, just as we have for 175 years. H-E-R Realtors is now doing business as Howard Hanna Real Estate Services. The same great service, the same great people, just a different logo. This month, when you list with Howard Hanna and Jackson, you'll get a free professional detail cleaning of your home before it goes on the market. And for buyers, Howard Hanna has a 100% buyback guarantee for any Howard Hanna home listing you purchase and aren't happy with. Some restrictions apply. Call Howard Hanna and Jackson at 740-577-9551 for more details. Call it sold with green and gold. This is Tonight in High School Football on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Skip Mossick. We are presented by Beck's Hybrids at Beck's. They are and will remain farmers at hearts. And welcome back, everyone. Halftime of your game broadcast. We're joined this evening by former OSU All-American NFL All-Pro out of St. Henry High School over in Mercer County, Jim Lachey. And Jim, we always like to talk to people from various parts of the state. Tell us about what Friday nights are like over in Western Ohio. Ohio in those small but very passionate communities about their high school football. Well, there's nothing else to do, Skip. So they all go to the football games. Uh, a lot of the family members are involved, either you know cheerleaders or in the band or you know with some activity. You know, usually there's a, a little pickup game of young kids behind the bleachers that you know like to throw the ball around a little bit and. You know, you got a group of people that'll sit up in the stands and you got a lot of people that like to stand down on the fence. So there, there's two different sections. But what we found out when, you know, that Mac League started back in 1973, uh, when I was a young, young, young guy that, uh, hey, uh, they, they, we, we didn't know if it was going to be any good or not, but it ended up being a heck of a football conference. And, uh, Marion Local now, you know, the, has the most state championships of any team. So it's a great conference. It's a great place to grow up and, learn how to play the game of football. I was going to ask you about a couple of just perennial powers. Uh, you mentioned Marion Local. Yeah. They're obviously unbeaten. Tim Goodwin does a great job there, a fabulous job. Heck of a coach. He gets the kids that come out in the community, and and they want to do it. And why wouldn't you want to do it? you got an opportunity to win four state championships. They've seen their older brothers do it. You know, A lot of people there are related in, in one aspect or another. So, you know, you see your cousin have a couple of rings, an older cousin or an uncle or a brother or something like that, and, and all of a sudden you want to be involved in that. And, you know, every year he has a bunch of kids out. They work extremely hard at it. Uh, they're very fundamentally sound. And, you know, same with Chip Otten over at Coldwater. He, he's done a fabulous job, too, with the, the same thing of, you know, just being a good, fundamentally sound football. You know, don't turn the ball over, be able to run the football and stop the run and, you know, make some plays on special teams. So they're doing well. Minster's been stepping up for sales over the years. Uh, you know, there's Delphi St. John's for a lot of years has, has, has been some good football. So it's a great place to go back and watch football because it's, uh, it's real special. Again, this year, Jim, the expanded playoffs where 16 teams from each region get in. I mean, even teams like your alma mater who've, who've struggled so far this year would, would still get in if the season ended today. Are you a fan of the extra week of play? Well, yeah, I understand why they're doing it, and I think we all do. You know, it gives them an opportunity to have an extra game, get some extra kids in there after not having football for a year or two. So, you know, it's kind of evening up. Will it go on in the future? You know, I don't know. I think it's something that they looked at. They're trying with, to work with it. 
it's 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 a, an opportunity for kids if they want to continue to you know to to play in another playoff game and and have that opportunity. I know as a senior, um, when my last game was over, I, I, regular season, I would have sure liked to have at least one more opportunity to play with the guys and the guys that you you know you played with basically since youth football throughout middle school and then throughout four years of high school. Anybody would like to have one more opportunity to play. So, you know, it, it's, a, it's a lot, but I think it's, it's good for right now. Jim, participation numbers are down in some areas of the state due to a number of reasons. As someone who played at the highest level, I mean, your boys both played, your youngest continues at, at Iowa. What would your message be to parents who may be uneasy a little bit about their sons playing football? You know, it, it's, it's, Ultimately, up to the kids, but you know, as a parent, uh, you know, I, I think that there's you know certain things about football that you know you've seen it. I, I've been involved with it. Yeah, they, it can be dangerous, but for the for the most part, uh, you know, it's not. Uh, you know, it, those are few and far between. It happens. Uh, I've had operations and injuries from playing football until I was 33 years old. So I mean, but I, I knew that. I accepted the risk, and I think. You go out there and, 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 you know, young kids, it's, what's tough about football is it's demanding. You know, practice is not fun. Uh, you know, especially if you're an offensive defensive lineman and you're not catching the ball, you're not even touching the ball, you're not even looking at the ball, you're just out there learning, you know, in a three point stance. So, for today's kids, sometimes maybe soccer or kicking a ball or something like that is a little bit more active. But I think the kids that do dedicate it to it and like it, uh, you know, will have lifelong friends like I've had and lifelong memories and, you know, opportunities that they've never maybe ever dreamed of uh, if you keep working on it. Former Buckeye OSU All-American, NFL All-Pro offensive lineman from St. Henry High School. Jim Lachey, we appreciate your time. Anytime, Skip. And we'll be right back on the Ohio News Network. Bex recognizes this week's player with heart, Allison Michaels from Bellevue High School, for her commitment and passion on the field and within the farming community. I actually started playing golf because I I play softball as well, and the swing from golf to softball was very similar, so I just kind of played it so I had something to do in the fall. Now Allison plays golf full-time. It's her only sport, but it goes well with the rest of her activities like National Honor Society, Yearbook Committee, and FFA. I participate in more of the like LDEs, so the job interview contest, public speaking, different things that I know I can use later in my life that will be important. All tools to serve her well as she works on, get this, her own farmland she rents. I do all the financial like work and everything, and then I also do all of the uh, harvesting, planting, all, everything that's involved in it, it's strictly my operation. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. When your vehicle or semi finds itself stuck on the road, call the rescue team at Angles Garage and Wrecker Service located at 10992 Chillicothe Pike in Jackson. They provide 23 and a half hours of damage-free towing and recovery service. Whether you need roadside service, a tow, or repairs, you can count on their team to get the job done. Angles Garage and Wrecker Service is also an authorized U-Haul dealer. Call Angles Garage and Wrecker Service at 577-3636. Let's hook up. Big Bowl, Lil Bowl, Low Cal, Low Carb, Keto, Paleo. At Hothead Burritos, we have fresh, healthy choices in just the right size with custom craft recipes that are perfect for you. Build your own personal Big or Little Bowl your way and with way more choices at Hothead. Crisp veggies, signature sauces, hot off the grill lean chicken, tender steak, mouth-watering pork, and more. Don't give up taste. Get more flavor. Get more freshness. Get more at Hothead Burritos. 
Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers. From football Friday nights to soccer Saturdays, our local sporting events are a great opportunity to spend time with your family. The Gallia Benton Educational Service Center encourages all area families to attend a game, cheer on your team, and build traditions. Check out our website at www.galliabentonesc.org and click on the Family and Community Resources banner for more ideas. Spend time with your family. Is O-N-N. Our thanks once again to Jim Lachey for joining us this evening. Enjoy the second half of your ball game. I'm Skip Mossick on the Ohio News Network. This has been the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. Presented by Bex Hybrids from the Ohio News Network. Iron City Implement at the corner of Broadway and Water Streets in Jackson is your one-stop spot for keeping your life on track and moving. Whether it's home or commercial, Iron City Implement has you covered with quality Napa brand auto parts and more. They have all the tools to make that job easier and done right. Milwaukee powered tools, gas-powered generators, tools and parts and products you may have never even thought you needed. Need a special part you just can't seem to find anywhere else? There's a good chance that you'll find it at Iron City Implement. No job too big, no job too small. Dunaway Motorsports Garage does it all. Located at 108 Chillicothe Street in Jackson, Dunaway Motorsports Garage is open and ready to repair. Specializing in automotive and farm equipment service and repair, as well as hydraulic cylinder repair, welding, and fabrication. Dunaway Motorsports Garage has the right kind of service for you, including the parts you bring. Stop in or call Leroy or Sherry Dunaway at 740-577-9281. Nimco Propane is your local propane provider serving all your propane needs. Nimco Propane sets all tank sizes all year round and customer service is their number one priority. Nimco fills all orders in a timely manner and they accept heat vouchers and carry welding supplies. Call the professionals at Nimco Propane today, 740-596-4477 or check them out on Facebook. That's Nimco Propane. At Atomic Credit Union, choose how you check. $5 opens your account, and you get your debit card the same day. Online and mobile banking gives you access to your account 24-7 with features like card activation and deactivation, remote deposit capture, pay another member, and bill pay. Visit us online at AtomicCU.com and unbank with us today. Federally insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender. This is Football Friday Night on Mix 96, WKOV-FM, Oak Hill, a Jackson County broadcasting station. We 
are back here at Alumni Stadium. It is homecoming weekend at Jackson High School, and the Jackson Marching Band is also got some additional players tonight, as it is alumni band out there. So they are mixed in with our band. They just played the fight song, and there is a quality sound out there. Now they're going to do a little bit of song and dance here, and uh, it looks like they're all having a lot of fun out there. Pete Wilson, it is always a big weekend when it's homecoming here at Jackson High School. We had royalty announced in the pregame. You announced those winners. You're, I think you're looking for that list right now. Give you a second to get that list back in front of you there. We want to announce who our homecoming queen and court is. We know the queen was Kendall Osborne. She was crowned in the pregame, and she has a great group of young ladies that will be here at court. There will be a dance tomorrow night. You're being entertained right now by the marching band and the alumni members. And there are not only alumni band members, there is also baton twirlers, alumni baton twirlers, and flag corps. And this year, the alumni band from the 2000s, 1990s, 1980s, we skipped the 70s, but we actually have an alumni um, band member from um, 1966. Wow. The... Uh, uh, an unbelievable era for music back then, too. Yes, it was. Pete, tell us about this um, homecoming queen and her court. All right. Well, of course, Kendall Osborne, the queen from the 2022 homecoming, she was uh, chosen as, I know it's a student body vote, and uh, there was uh, two other or three other seniors who were uh, senior candidates. One was going to be queen. It turned out to be Kendall. Those other seniors who were runner-ups, uh, and their rank of senior attendants are Jade Winters, Jenna Lewis, and Alex Batista. The junior attendants are Trinity Erickson and Riley Kilgore. The sophomore attendant is Ella Armstrong, and the freshman attendant is J.C. Yeager. And so uh, all that happened pregame ceremonies. Principal Tyler Slackhammer had the honor of uh, crowning uh, Queen Kendall. Uh, homecoming dance tomorrow night in the field house. Well, it is a fun weekend here, and the students really enjoying it. And our, the queen or court, they're all down there at midfield watching the band, the alumni members along with the band perform. And looks like everybody's having a lot of fun down there. Coach Hurd and his undefeated Jackson marching band, they just give you a tremendous show week in and week out. Pete Wilson, you have some interesting numbers to tell us about this first half of action in which our Jackson Ironmen have exploded for 42 first-half points to zero for Hillsborough. That's pretty much reflect the scoreboard. Jackson 12 first downs to only three for Hillsborough. Jackson 28 snaps to 23 for Hillsborough. Jackson has rushed for 190 yards on 20 carries. That's about uh, almost nine yards a pop. At, they've added 79 yards in the air, so give Jackson 269 yards here at halftime. And uh, remember, uh, of course, uh, they scored on a fumble recovery and a two-yard drive, or you know they may have more yards than that because they've had to generate those yards to get to the goal line. 
Hillsboro has been held to 15 net yards rushing and 21 carries. Remember, they are a running team. They have gotten 26 yards in the air. That came on one pass over the middle from the freshman quarterback, Preston Faber. So that gives Hillsboro a total of 41 yards here at half. 269 total Jackson, 41 for Hillsboro. Jackson has uh, completed five of eight passes with no intercepts and a touchdown. Hillsboro has completed one of two with no touchdowns and no interceptions. Jackson has not had to punt the ball yet. Hillsboro has punted three times for uh, 38-yard average. Jackson has had two fumbles. They lost one. That was their only turnover. Hillsboro has had pass problems with fumbles this year and again tonight. Four total fumbles, three of them lost. And uh, that amounts to three total turnovers for Hillsboro. And of course, they also uh, gave up. Uh, they gave up the touchdown on the fumble return off uh, the uh, kickoff after Jackson uh, had scored on its first play from scrimmage. Jackson has two penalties for 20 yards, both holding penalties. Hillsboro has the one offside penalty for five yards. Jackson has spread the wealth around yardage-wise. Cade Wolford here at the half, seven carries, 107 yards. He's got into the end zone twice, including on that first play from scrimmage, a 47-yard run. Jake Wood, two carries for 15 yards and a touchdown. Jacob Winters, three carries, 26 yards. Nolan Johnson, four carries, 23 yards. Eli Broerman, three carries, 18 yards. And Braden Powell, one carry for one yard, but it was for a touchdown. Throwing the ball, Winters, five out of eight passing. One touchdown, no intercepts for a total of uh, 79 yards. And uh, Jacob came into the game uh, with... Uh, with about 1,300 yards passing. And so, uh, once again, he is adding to that outstanding yearly total that he has so far. Jacob Wood has three receptions for 41 yards to lead the receivers. He is the team's leading receiver coming into the game. Braden Stapleton, one reception for 17 yards. That was a touchdown. And Eli Broman, one catch for 21 yards. That set up a touchdown. So the Ironmen right now leading 42 to nothing. For Hillsborough, uh, their leading rusher has been Austin Barrett, who, uh, no, actually, it's uh, the freshman. It's the freshman. Uh, the freshman, Javon Hostel, he has carried the ball three times for 11 yards. Austin Barrett, normally their leading carry has been limited to five yards on six carries. And as we said, Farber, the young quarterback, did, re- did complete that one pass for 26 yards, only, but he's only attempted two passes, and that was the one completion. So that's where we stand here at the half. Jackson 42, Hillsborough 0. Another outstanding effort by the best stat man this side of the Mississippi. We're going to take a quick timeout, then we'll come back. I think Mr. Dobbins is been working on some halftime scores in the area. So we'll take a two-minute timeout. We'll be back with halftime scores and the third quarter kickoff here from Alumni Stadium. Osborne Equipment Service. Is you out there? You sure you've got the right number? Is he there? What's he look like? He's got white hair and spots. Is Ralph your dog? He's a Dalmatian. Why would he be here at Osborne Equipment Service? You always say you have something for everyone. We do with service for trucks, trailers, buses, and RVs, and we're family-owned and operated. Maybe you should look in your backyard for Ralph. I'll just call his cell phone. Your diesel specialist since 1979. Osborne Equipment Service in Jackson, Ohio. Call 800-937-3501. 
you can be sure that you're getting the right coverage at the right price. At the Sheward Folks Insurance Agency, it's all about relationship. We work one-on-one with you to make sure your auto, home, farm, or business is protected by a quality insurance company. That's why we work with Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. We know you can trust Ohio Mutual to protect what matters most to you and your family. Once you see how Ohio Mutual cares for your needs, you'll trust them as well. Give us a call at 740-286-1708. We can recommend the best coverage from the best companies like Ohio Mutual. Go Ironman. Dakota's, Jackson's premier place for steak and ribs, has been proudly serving the community since 2004. Come out and join us for all your local favorites like our one-of-a-kind onion loaf. Or treat yourself to one of our world-class hand-cut steaks. Enjoy the fall weather fireside on our amazing patio outdoor dining area. At Dakota's, your experience and safety are our number one priority. Here you're always treated like family. That's Dakota's Jackson at 451 McCarty Lane. Great food, great friends, great fun. Like the hard work of off-season conditioning and preseason training to prepare a team for a grueling season ahead, now is the time to start thinking and preparing for next tax season so on tax day, you score big. Be on the winning team and let H&R Block of Jackson's experienced tax professionals lead you to victory. Call Sally or Allison at 740-286-5601 for all your personal and business tax questions. H&R Block of Jackson, they know everything about taxes. Auto and Truck Tire Center is your one-stop shop for all your mechanical and tire needs. Auto and Truck Tire Center offers 24-hour road service for your tires. Auto and Truck Tire Center will also come out to your farm for all your farm tire problems. So if you have a mechanical or a tire problem, give Auto and Truck Tire Center a call. 740-286-2290. That's 286-2290. Or stop in at 14700 State Route 93 in Jackson. The Jackson Iron Men play here on Mix 96 FM. Welcome back to Jackson Ironman football. Dan Dobbins along with T. Wilson and Dan Marr ready for the second half of play here where the Ironman lead at 42 to nothing. Quick minute before kickoff, Dan. You got some scores for I, us of I, interest? I do have some scores. Locally, we have the Welson Golden Rockets uh, lead trail 39 to nothing over Nelson, New York Buckeyes. Oak Hill not faring very well either. They're 42 to nothing now. For both the county schools. Moving to the FA or the Benton County, I cannot find a score on them. But early on, I had uh, they're playing more, and I think they were down by a touchdown. But nothing current. Chillicothe and Miami Trace a close game, seven to three at halftime. Little bit surprising there, as well as Chile has played, but Trace once again putting another excellent effort together. And then uh, rounding out the FAC, we have Washington Courthouse. 28 to nothing over Greenfield McLean. And about what you'd expect. The Airmen will kick the ball off to begin this second half. It's Sasser Brown. Standing deep. Season winding down. It's amazing. Next week we are at Greenfield. And then we come back home in what should be a huge attended game. Friday, we take care of business at Greenfield. Finish off tonight's contest setting up against Washington Courthouse. They truly believe this is their team and their year. And if we can get a win there, regardless, we're going to head to Chillicothe that week 10. Burns and Smart back deep. Brown's kick. kick is going to be taken at the 14-yard line, far side of the field by Burns. Burns up to the 25, run out of bounds. Falls the 28-yard line. Mason Lanning once again knocks him out of bounds. Does a good job there every week on that kickoff team. 
Substitutions already in for the Jackson Ironman. See a lot of new people out there on the field for the Ironman. First and 10, Hillsborough at the 28-yard line. Zach Kraft, who got some first-half snaps in there, along with Ryan Taylor and Caden Snyder. They're the three front men. They break the huddle, first down and 10. The own 28-yard line. Bobber under center, sends a man in motion. He wants to pass, going back and looking over the middle, going deep to Burns, and the ball falls short. Burns had to try to come back for it, but it does fall incomplete at the 45. Charlie Woodard in there as a freshman, getting a first snap or two in his varsity career at one of the outside linebacker positions, along with Gavin Jones. Inside linebackers, I see Xander Irvin, who did a fabulous job on that onside kick to start the game in at the inside linebacker position, along with Hunter Seitz. Second down and 10. Braden Stapleton, who caught a touchdown in the first half, getting some snaps on the cornerback position. Pitch to the left side, stringing it out and going down for a loss on the play, making that tackle Charlie Woodard and... Ryan Taylor actually gets there first and wraps him up. A little help there by Woodard, and they bring him down for a big tackle for a loss. Loses yardage back inside the 25-yard line. Third down and 15 now for the... Ryan Thomas in there at a safety position. And Brody Wolford, handful of freshmen getting some snaps there for the airmen. J.T. Hammonds at the other corner. Third down and long. Ball at their own 24-yard line. Hillsborough from the shotgun. Back to pass as Faber has out in the flat. The ball is caught. Probably was a lateral. Good thing he caught it. But he goes down for another loss on the play. Back to the 18-yard line. We did mention, because of the score, it is a running clock right now, as long as the Ironmen keep a 30-point lead. And the Ironmen, I thought, pretty interesting, coming out with a total second unit defensively already. Hunting team on for Hillsborough. They'll punt it inside the 10-yard line. See what they decide to do on the offensive side of things. Snap from center, kick on the way. End over end, short kick will bounce at, out of bounds. Iron, Ironman should get good field position in Hillsborough territory. A lot of new numbers coming out for the offense also. Ironman with that force that punt there. Great job defensively. Have good short, good short field once again, Pete. 15-yard punt there by Burns. Uh, after the first time, he doesn't get off a very good punt. He did have a little bit of pressure. And so uh, the Ironman, who uh, looks like we're going to see Tucker Williams and maybe some other subs in there from the, for the Ironman. It's a whole second unit offensively. From the 33-yard line of Hillsborough, first to 10, Jackson. Williams under center with split bats behind him. And handoff, second back, and with some running room. And busting his way down to the 25-yard line, still on his feet, still fighting for yardage, and it'll be a gain of seven. Well, make it eight yards on that carry. Grant McCarty running hard as he refuses to go down. The junior, he's 5'10", 195-pound junior. He's in the backfield along with Bryce Delaney. He wears number 15 from the air. Colson Oyer is the right tackle here. We'll try to get most of these people named. Williams under center with an eye formation. 
And Williams hands off the second back through. Going to the left side and still on his feet, but stringing out the play and then finally brought down at the 25-yard line. Is that Delaney? Is Delaney. Delaney. Yep. So it'll be second and two. Colton Leach in there to right guard and Hunter Seitz in there at a center position. Oh, third down and less than a yard. J.T. Hammonds, who sees action in the first half, but he'll be lined up at the split-in position. Ball moved over the left hash mark as the iron go from our left to right. Hammond splits wide to the left. Short side of the field. And Williams will hand off. He's at Delaney and Delaney. Or McCarty. McCarty with the ball here, and he has the first down at the 20-yard line. Merriman with the short field after the defense, a fabulous job. Second unit picks up the first down. They are, I guess you could call them in the red zone as the nose of the football barely touches the 20. And they move the ball from left side over to the right hash mark. Williams comes to the sideline to get the play from Coach Andy Hall. First five minutes of this quarter, a little quicker than that first quarter was, Dan. Already 7.05 remaining in the third quarter. Jackson leads it 42 to nothing. J.T. Hammonds wide to the left. Jacob Allen and Jaden Smith on that left side of the offensive line. Tucker Williams. Play action, and he keeps it, and then he'll roll inside the 15, inside the 10, and he's tackled at the 8-yard line. Good fake to the up back, and then Tucker rolling out wide to his right side. Shows good quickness there. Takes it down inside the 10. Mark at the 8, as you said. First and goal from the 8-yard line. Zach Kraft will run into the lineup. He'll be one of the tight ends. Tucker immediately comes over, gets the call in from Coach Hall. Tucker, 5-10, sophomore. Thirty-two is in at a wide receiver for the Ironman. That's Ryan Stewart. And now penalty flag is thrown by the referee. It wasn't and too much time, so we'll have to see what the call is. Illegal substitution. The Ironman penalty flag. That will Trying to get a lot of people in and out. You're going to have some of these in the second half. That will cost them five yards. So it's first and goal now from the 13-yard line. Williams again getting the play directly from Coach Hall. Fox still moving. 535. Stewart left. Everybody else in tight. Back in the eye. Williams hands off to Delaney. Big, Big hole to the left side, and he will go in. Puts his head down at the two-yard line and falls into the end zone for the touchdown. Nice job there. Hunter Seitz in that left side of the offensive line. Big hole there for Bryce Delaney. Takes it in there easily. So the tight end on that left side was Xander Irvin also. Tackle on that side, Jacob Allen, who played some minutes in the first half also, but the freshman with this group, and wow, some good blocking there at the point of attack. That's a second. One player short, so Wood will hold. Have to get the starting extra point team out there. We had to get some people ready for that. Matt by Evans, a kick on the way up. And it will be good. It's automatic. 49 to nothing now. Jackson with the lead, and we'll be back with more Jackson Ironman football after this.
Brian Moore Construction specializes in turnkey construction, room additions, kitchen and bathroom remodels, as well as residential and commercial roofing. They also do silicone and acrylic roof coverings. Brian Moore Construction delivers quality craftsmanship on time, on budget, and according to specifications. Choose Brian Moore Construction for your next build, remodel, or roofing project. Call today for a free estimate. 740-418-6140. Dakota's, Jackson's premier place for steak and ribs, has been proudly serving the community since 2004. Come out and join us for all your local favorites like our one-of-a-kind onion loaf. Or treat yourself to one of our world-class hand-cut steaks. Enjoy the fall weather fireside on our amazing patio outdoor dining area. At Dakota's, your experience and safety are our number one priority. Here you're always treated like family. That's Dakota's Jackson at 451 McCarty Lane. Great food, great friends, great fun. Well, we were away. The kickoff by Thatcher Brown is taken by Nick Burns, and Burns turns it into a pretty good return out near the 30-yard line. But he wasn't look at the Airman's first drive of the second half. Five plays, 33 yards. The second team, if that's what it is, uh, drives in for the touchdown. The touchdown comes on a nice 13-yard run by Bryce Delaney. Walkers did a good job clearing the way for him. Extra point once again by Thatcher Brown. He hasn't missed all year. Ironman now leads 49 to nothing, and that clock is running. 4.46 to go, third quarter. And in motion left to right, and here's Dom. Let's see, it's Dom. Dom Smart, the bulk here. And he'll pick up nice yardage, a gain of seven on that first young carry out to the 36-yard line. Get in there by Brody Wolford. You know, we mentioned some of those freshmen that are seeing action for the first time in their varsity career. Very good freshman football team. They one have loss. one loss. Got beat by Iron early in the year, but, boy, they have played really well since then. It's a good group. Second in, long three, and quarterback keeps it. And I'm not sure if it was a miss handle on us, but he takes it in and uh, takes it down and it, yes, a fumble and Jackson's recovered it. Who had the ball? We didn't see you. Uh, they need to know. you got to pick the ball up and show it so we can see you got it. It was a huge pileup. Lost of a couple yards and a bunch of the Ironman jerseys were around it and they whistled a, immediately it's Jackson football so we get another short field on the 34 yard line. He wasn't yet another turnover by the Indians. That is their fifth fumble and the fourth one that they have lost. Yeah, it's been tough. So, tough you know, you add that with everything else and it's misery. Moving clock here, or running clock, in this ball game as the Airmen lead at 49 to nothing. Tied in Billy Hay in there for the Airmen on this right side. And the Airmen right at the snap. Tucker Williams wanted to pitch it to the right side. The Airmen are going to be penalized. Ball start by Jackson. Moving the ball back to the 39-yard line. Quickly, the Ironman to the line of scrimmage. Williams under center. And the pitch comes to the right side. And it will be Simons with the carry. Now run out of bounds at the 34. No gain on the play. Look he at really Ryan. Strings that play out. Well, he strung it out nicely, and he ran over a tackler there. Didn't pick up huge yards, but ran aggressive. Nice job there by the freshman running back. Give him a yard gain. 33-yard line of Hillsborough. 
240 remaining in the third quarter. The short side of the field, wide out there. Now back to the eye. And a movement along the line of score in the backfield. Williams wants to throw. Pass is a little high intended. Jackson just didn't quite get set in time there. That'll be another five-yard penalty against the Ironman. Well, they let the play go. They didn't whistle it dead. Illegal motion. So I think Hillsborough may have a choice. Illegal motion. Not going to assess the five-yard penalty, second down, and Unbelievably, seemed like we just got started. We're under two minutes to go in this third quarter. Slot right side. And the handoff. Uh, Charlie Woodard, and he stopped right at the line of scrimmage. Stopped in his track as he tried to get a crease there on that uh, right side, but unable to do so is Hillsborough right there. His first carry, carry in his career. Right his first carry a few moments ago. A lot of firsts tonight. Now down to 105 to go in the third quarter. Tucker Williams at the helm for the Ironman here with the second offense. And Stewart goes wide to the left side. Hammonds through right. And play action as Williams takes it. And he will some room. roll to the left side, trying to look for a block. Now he's got a crease and a seam down to the 20-yard line. First down, Jackson. Has some ability out there in the open field. Did a nice job there. Made a couple tacklers miss. Showed some good quickness there. Takes it all the way down to about the 22. And the Ironman convert a first down. And that is going to be right at the last play of this third quarter, unless the Ironman hustled to the line of scrimmage. They'll set the chain at the 22-yard well, line. They want to get another play in. Off down to 15 seconds. Williams under center. And now movement along the line. Somebody, a couple of players jumped on both sides. We'll see who they get. They'll fly. Because of the running clock, but now the quarter will run out. At the end of the third quarter of play here at Jackson High School, where the Ironman leads Hillsboro 49 to nothing. We'll be back with fourth quarter action right after this timeout. Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers. Configuring the Bluetooth, deciding who controls the music, remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. Contact your local auto owner's insurance agent, Darrow Insurance Agency, at 340 South Pennsylvania Avenue in Wellston. Call 384-2630. 
Welcome back to Jackson Ironman Football. Dan Dobbins, Pete Wilson, and Dan Moore ready for the fourth quarter of action here as the Ironman lead at 49-0. Pete? It's getting a, well, just for Pete, I'm getting a little bit of a mass exodus here by the fans, so they will be listening, but stay with us. There will be Pete Wilson stats in the postgame. That's always important, Pete. All right. Well, in that third quarter, uh, all subs for the Ironman on both sides of the ball. Ironman won that quarter, too. Scored the only touchdown. Also, Hillsborough did not have a single first down. Of course, unfortunately for them, uh, lost another couple fumbles there to kind of not give them themselves even a chance. Uh, Jackson now 15 first downs to three for Hillsborough. Five different Jackson subs got to carry the ball there in the third quarter. And we'll, and as they start the fourth, the Ironman will be at the 27 yard line. And after, uh, the illegal procedure penalty will be first, first and 15. And the ball placed at the 27 yard line. The Ironman going towards the scoreboard here at Alumni Stadium. And that was our quickest quarter to date this it has year. Been, yes. Williams under center, eye formation, handoff to the second back through and wrapped up as he crossed the 25 yard line. That was Ryan Simon. Simon's with his second carry. He picked up a couple of yards. We're in the fourth quarter where the Airmen lead at 49 to nothing. Airmen head to the Greenfield next Friday night. Play on, they continue FAC play. play. On real turf. Yeah. Real grass. We don't see many of those anymore. Stuart wide to the right. For the Iron back are split behind that line and looking to pass is Williams. Now it rolls to his right, sending a man deep. Williams pumps and then puts his head down and tries to pick up yards as they had the receiver well defended. And Williams will go down around the 22. It'll be Third, about 10. That's about where we started. Clock running. Tucker, kind of an experienced sophomore because he did get, you know, remember a start in the playoffs last year? Some reps, didn't he? At the, at the defensive side of things. Very confident young man. Nine seconds on the play clock. Ironman's still in the huddle. I think they're actually trying to work that play clock down as much as they can each time. Williams under center takes the snap and. He rolls to his left, being chased by defender. Now tucks it in, and he makes a nice move. Another one. He's inside the 10. It'll be first and goal, Jackson. Tucker certainly taking advantage of getting some snaps here, running the football with a lot of authority, and then a late flag comes in. We'll see what it is. I think it's going to go against Hillsboro. 9.50, and the clock is running. Personal foul, Hillsborough, half the distance, moves the ball to the just outside the three-yard line. First down and goal, Jackson. Wide outs to both sides, the backs are split. On the left hash mark. Williams hands off and pushing the pile and not crossing the goal line, but it'll be down inside the one. Grant McCarty gets up. Boy, he wanted to get in the end zone bad there. Gets it down right to the one-yard line. McCarty with the carry. Picks up two. 
If you're in the backfield, you want your number called right now. On the one-yard line. Well, Cashmore splits wide to the right side. Back again in the split-back formation. And here we go. McCarty gets the touchdown. You know, what I like is that sideline going crazy right now. They, they must really like Grant McCarty. That was pretty neat, the emotion. They're still patting him on the back over there in the end zone. 8.43 remaining in the game. Jackson now up 55 to nothing, and the clock is stopped for the PAT. They were rooting for that young man. He is excited getting that touchdown. There's the kick of a chance Thorpe with his try, kick on the way. And it is good. 56-0. Jackson with the lead. We're in the fourth quarter. And we'll be back with more Jackson Ironman football right after this timeout. When you think of your community bank, are you thinking of leading technology? Things like mobile banking and mobile deposit? Being able to pay a friend using Zelle? Are you thinking of best-in-class bill pay and customized account alerts? If you're thinking of those things, then you must be thinking of Jackson County Banking Center. They have leading technology and local support. And by local, we mean right here in your neighborhood. Leading technology, local support. That's Jackson County Banking Center. Member FDIC. When you hear this, the number to call is 740-286-5864. For the Glass Garage, Greg Hogue and the fine staff of the Glass Garage, located at 198 Morton Street, Jackson, is ready to fix that broken window. The Glass Garage is your auto glass specialist. They also do residential repair to fix that broken window at the home. The Glass Garage, phone 740-286-5864. Remember, the Glass Garage. 56 to nothing. Jackson Ironman with the lead, and here's the kickoff by Chance Thorpe. He will send it to the 20 yard line. Center of the field. Picked up by Nick Burns. He's got a seam down the left sideline, 40 yard line, and run out of bounds at the 44. Broerman runs him out of bounds, but one of the better plays for Hillsboro tonight. Pretty good return. Pete Wilson, second unit, very efficient offensively. Nine plays, 34 yards. They actually gained more than that because they had to overcome three five-yard penalties, but they do get the job done. Grant McCarty, a very excited Grant McCarty, gets his first touchdown as a varsity player anyway. One yard uh, for the touchdown, extra point, this time by Chance Thorpe, and the Ironmen find themselves on top now 56 to nothing. And first and 10 at their own 44-yard line. Quarterback Faber throws it out in the flat left side. And going down the sideline, he's going to break it all the way. Nobody can catch him. He goes all the way. Touchdown, Hillsboro. No flags. Hillsboro gets on the board. Just a little lateral pass. Now, unless they're acting like it's stepped out of bounds. Did he step out? They, there's a there is a no there's a marker there is a flag down. Let's see what the call is. Oh, it's going to go against Hillsboro, so they do not have points on the board. That will wipe off the uh, touchdown run of 56 yards or pass and run. Didn't actually see that flag. It's clear on the far side over there, which is where the play took place. 
New line of scrimmage is the Ironman 46. Joey Springer in there for the Ironman at a cornerback position. I see Blaine Hale in there at one of the defensive tackles. It is a first and 10 at the Ironman 46-yard line for the Indians of Hillsboro. Bobber hands off straight up the middle and about a five-yard gain as he Works his way down close to the 40-yard line. Hunter Sights in there on that tackle with the help of a handful of other Ironmen. Charlie Stuckey coming into the lineup for Jackson. He's replacing touchdown maker Grant McCarty. Yeah, the Indians Everybody. five yards on that first down carry. Everybody getting some minutes here. We're down to six minutes and 30 seconds to go in this contest. It is a running clock, obviously. And a quick pitch here to the near side of the field. And it's smart. Smart almost tripped up. Now he'll go down the sideline. Still on his feet. Breaking tackles. And he's run out of bounds inside the 10-yard line. Brody Wolford comes clear from the backside to angle him out of bounds to save a touchdown. We do have a Hillsboro player back down. Somewhat injured at about the 30-yard line, but they're going to mark it, I think, around the 5. It'll be first down and goal at the 6-yard line. Injury will stop the clock while they tend to the injured Hillsborough players. 6.04 to go in this contest. Stay tuned with this post-game activities coming. Monroe Collision Hit of the Week Award winners will be announced again. The Jason Gillum Insurance Player of the Game will be announced. Coach Hall will give his opinion of the game and talk about the upcoming contest next week at Greenfield and Pete Wilson's statistics. Benton County Warren Local scored in the third quarter. It's 20-7, to Warren Local leading the Vikings. Vikings have four in a row going, too. They started the year 0-2, 1-4 straight. Hopefully with a little luck they can get this one. We should be ahead of most games. Normally, we're 40 minutes after any game. Our games have been very long this year in the three-hour range. The running clock has certainly made that more feasible this year. And On this one, much quicker contest. That will be first down and goal for the Indians. They've not been in the red zone yet tonight. They have one receiver out very far to the left side. And first and goal. Bobber under center sends a man in motion, a little counter action. And hey, nice play there by Xander Irvin coming from an inside linebacker position. He Mason, hits him first. Yeah, Mason Dumbert with the carry, number 17, and he gets uh, no gain on the play as landing with the big tackle. The ball moved to the middle of the field. As Nick Burns will go out to the left for the Indian. Five twenty remaining in the game. There's a pass over the middle, and it will be in and out of the hands in the end zone of the intended receiver. I think that was Burns. Good coverage there by Ryan Stewart. Throw a little bit low. He was right there. Good coverage involved. Goes incomplete. That'll be third down and goal as the third quarter or third down bell sounds here. Hasn't had to ring the third down bell much tonight, has he? Not too much. 
4.45 to go in the game. Running clock. Hillsborough trying to get on the board for the first time. Oh, it's close. Down towards the goal line. He's well, tackled at the one. Wow. Stopped just short of the goal line. So now it's fourth down and goal for the Indians. Young defense here for the Ironmen. Takes a little pride in this. They always like to have a shutout. Let's see what they can do. They mark it right at the one-yard line. This is Jackson's second, third. Everybody has been involved. I think everyone has played on the uh, roster tonight. Single running back is behind the line of scrimmage. They punch it in, and it will be a touchdown for the Hillsborough Indians. That's Austin Barrett taking it in for the one-yard plunge. So Hillsborough getting on the board at the 4.04 mark. Here in this uh, football game. 56 to 6, and now the extra point. Auburn will hold for the Indians. Here's the placement, the kick on the way, and it's up and good. We have a break in the action. Jackson, 56, Hillsborough, 7. We'll be back right after these messages. This is Joel Wood with Infinity Insurance Solutions in Jackson. Having the right players in the right places is critical for positive outcome. We at Infinity Insurance Solutions have some of the best. This puts Infinity Insurance Solutions in the best position to get the best insurance value for your business, business auto, home, personal auto, classic vehicle, life, IRAs, and annuities. Let our team find the best solution for you. Infinity Insurance Solutions of Jackson. Call Joel Wood, Shauna Davis, or Dwayne Boring at 740-286-4385. Hey, all you Ironman football fans, we're back with the Gillum Insurance Player of the Game. Tune in each and every week to 96.7 and listen to Dan and Dan give their Player of the Game picks brought to you by Gillum Insurance. And also make sure you stop by and see us at our new location, which is located at 228 Broadway Street in Jackson, Ohio. So stop by or give us a call at 740-395-0357. Make sure you're covered. See you. Four minutes and four seconds to go in this football game. Hillsboro gets on the board for the first time, and here's the kickoff. They squib it, and it will be... Well, it really tackled or caught and right at the 49-yard line. Who was that? Andrew Davis. Andrew Davis, number that was, a, that was a squib, and he caught that. It was kind of a rocket kick. Did a nice job there. That bounces off of you. It's a live ball. But remember, the game started with uh, Sander Irvin doing a nice job recovering an onside kick by Hillsborough. Gave the Ironman a short field, and the next thing you know, Cade Wilford was in the end zone. Hey, Pete, how about the Indians' first score? Six plays, 56 yards. Of course, they had a touchdown call back, but they do get it in on the one-yard run by Austin Barrett. Nick Turner with the extra point. Hillsborough is on the board now, 56-7 Ironmen. First and 10 at the 49-yard line. Simons goes in motion. Wolf, Buddy Wolford comes in at quarterback, and Simons with a big carry, a gain of 16 yards. Good sweep. Ryan does a nice job there. I've seen it as he's going east and west, tucks and goes north and south and picks up good yardage there. Joey Cashmore in the lineup for the Ironmen. On a scrimmage will be the Hillsborough 35-yard line. Wolford is a freshman, younger brother of Cade. 
Locked down. Approaching three minutes. And in the shotgun, the snap back, and Wolford will keep it. And he will move forward for about a yard. And more than that, they're going to give any any progress on it. Line of scrimmage is second and ten. 240 remaining in the game. Jackson working that clock down. Ball placed in the center of the field as the Ironman break the hoe. You only want to bring it up disappointed the game. You do not want to see anybody injured. Wolford in the shotgun. We'll take the snap. That's time. Now flushed out of the pocket. Goes over the middle. Ball is caught at the 19-yard line. Inside the 10, inside the 5. And he goes into the end zone for the touchdown, Xander Irvin. Xander Irvin, nice catch, as you said. Right over the middle. Was in a, lined up at the tight end position. Caught that. Ran through a couple tacklers at the 5-yard line and into the end zone for his first career touchdown. Xander Irvin. Sophomore, another, another player that showed a little more freshman. freshman I'm sorry. Showed a little more quickness than his dad has. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. Sixty-two. Thorpe's extra point attempt is on the way, and it is good. Sixty-three to seven. Your score. Just uh, two minutes remaining in the football game. We'll break away and be back with more Ironman football right after this. Do you remember being a kid and waking to the smell of bacon frying on the stove? Or the smell of fresh steaks on the grill? Those days are not over. Dave's Custom Butchering in Wellston brings back those childhood memories with some of the best fresh meats available for your family. Smoked bacon, homemade brats, fresh ground beef, and unbelievable steaks are waiting for you at Dave's Custom Butchering. Dave's Custom Butchering, West Broadway Street in Wellston. Call ahead and we'll have your order ready. 740-384-2340. The Jackson County Health Department HOPE Initiative is offering free naloxone to those who wish to have a supply of the life-saving medication. Opiates take lives and naloxone saves them. Get your free naloxone kit. Stop by the health department or call and they can mail it to you. They also offer contactless delivery. Help save someone's life with free naloxone. Provided by the Jackson County Health Department. 200 East Main Street in Jackson. Call 740-286-5094. Stop overdoses. Carry naloxone. Exactly two minutes remaining in the game as the Airmen getting set to kick it off to the Hillsborough Indians. Now lead it 63-7. to seven. Here's the kick, and it is taken by Nick Burns. He sheds one block, or tackler and then is wrapped up at the 27-yard line. Braden Powell with the tackle. Another touchdown for the Ironman pistol. Yes, uh, Ironman drive. Uh, take a look at this one. It was a 51-yard drive on four plays. The touchdown comes on a 35-yard pass from the third-string quarterback, Bodie Wolford, to Xander Irvin. Game started with Xander Irvin, of course, recovering that onside kick. 
It's been good ever since. Extra point there by Thorpe, his second straight. Ironman lead now 63-7. to And here's the uh, clock is moving at 123. High formation pitch to the right side, and it's smart the bail ball carrier. He's out over the 30 to the 31, picked up about three, perhaps four yards. And Tomet's in there on the tackle. That's from his safety position. Had help from numerous other Ironmen. Washington Courthouse, 39 to nothing now. Over the Greenfield McLean Tigers, the Ironmen's next opponent. Probably the last play of the game. Jordan Causey in there as an inside linebacker for the Ironmen. And from the shotgun, Bobber takes the snap, looking, and now he'll be forced out of the pocket to run, and he's sacked back inside the 25-yard line. And I just mentioned his name, but that was looked like Jordan Kazi in their first hit on the quarterback, amongst other Jackson Ironmen. And unless Hillsborough really wants another snap, this one will be over. I think they're lining up right now for the uh, end of the game. Hillsborough will stay in the huddle. And this game is in the books. 63 to 7. The Ironmen improved. 5 and 2 overall. And, uh, seems like a long time ago when we were 1 and 2, doesn't it? It does. Pulling out of, uh, Tri-Valley up in Dresden, Ohio. And things just didn't feel great after that moment there. And boy, the Ironmen bounced back. It's nice to have an easy one. Thought we might have one last week, but we really didn't become that way till the last four minutes of play. But, uh, this one is one where Everybody got to play, and that's a, that's a good one for Jackson. A lot of people got involved. Absolutely. 63-7 to 7 is your final here tonight. We will have lots to come in the post game. We'll hear from Coach Andy Hall, give away some awards, and, of course, Pete Wilson's game statistics as uh, the Airmen improved to 6 and improved to 5-2 and two on the season. So we'll break away, and we'll be back with more Jackson Ironman football right after this. Do you have a roofing or siding project? At Higgins, they manufacture steel roofing and siding every business day. With 16 colors in stock and 70,000 pieces of trim, they are prepared to ship your project immediately. Remember Higgins for your 40-year warranted, Energy Star compliant, American-made steel roofing and siding. Located on AC Avenue, just off 35 in Jackson. Call 800-782-4239 or visit them on the web at HigginsRoofing.com. This is Joel Wood with Infinity Insurance Solutions in Jackson. Having the right players in the right places is critical for positive outcome. We at Infinity Insurance Solutions have some of the best. This puts Infinity Insurance Solutions in the best position to get the best insurance value for your business, business auto, home, personal auto, classic vehicle, life, IRAs, and annuities. Let our team find the best solution for you. Infinity Insurance Solutions of Jackson. Call Joel Wood, Shauna Davis, or Dwayne Boring at 740-286-4385. With power and versatility, the Kubota M7 tractor is built for hay and forage work. With up to 168 horsepower, it has superior loader lift capacity, easy-to-use controls, and all-day comfort. It also comes with your choice of a 30 by 15 semi-power shift or Kubota variable transmission, and it was rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to or visit your hometown Kubota dealer, Ricer Equipment of Lucasville on US 23 or in Jackson at 486 Burlington Road for a demo today or visit them online at RicerEquipment.com or on Facebook. 
Are you looking for a great tractor at an affordable price? Stop by Wagner Rental of Jackson to test out an LS tractor. From 25 horsepower to 100 horsepower, Wagner Rental has the perfect LS tractor for you. All LS models are backed by a two-year full warranty and a six-year drivetrain warranty, so you can't go wrong. With over 50 years in the farming business, LS Tractor is your trusted source. Come by Wagner Rental on Twin Oaks Drive in Jackson to get financed for your new LS Tractor today. Excel in your field. When your vehicle or semi finds itself stuck on the road, call the rescue team at Angles Garage and Wrecker Service located at 10992 Chillicothe Pike in Jackson. They provide 23 and a half hours of damage-free towing and recovery service. Whether you need roadside service, a tow, or repairs, you can count on their team to get the job done. Angles Garage and Wrecker Service is also an authorized U-Haul dealer. Call Angles Garage and Wrecker Service at 577-3636. Let's hook up. You can be sure that you're getting the right coverage at the right price. At the Sheward Folks Insurance Agency, it's all about relationship. We work one-on-one with you to make sure your auto, home, farm, or business is protected by a quality insurance company. That's why we work with Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. We know you can trust Ohio Mutual to protect what matters most to you and your family. Once you see how Ohio Mutual cares for your needs, you'll trust them as well. Give us a call at 740-286-1708. We can recommend the best coverage from the best companies like Ohio Mutual. Go Ironman. You're listening to the Jackson Iron Men on Mix 96 FM. Sixty-three to seven is your final here at Alumni Stadium tonight. As the Ironmen are perfect in the FAC conference, and uh, they'll go on the road next week. But boy, it started out so quickly for the Ironmen tonight. The Hillsborough Indians did an onside kick to start the game. The Ironmen recovered. And then 12 seconds later, they were in their end zone for the first touchdown. But then another 10 seconds passed, and we had our second touchdown. Yeah, and that was the Bo Landrum hit on the kickoff return, the pickup by Eli Broerman. He dances into the end zone, and less than 30 seconds into the game, it's 14-0. And that's about when Hillsborough is thinking about next week's opponent. It's, I hate to say that, but it's a long drive down. You, you, you know, you had a game plan to get that onside kick to maybe get a little momentum against a team you know you were, that was heavily favored. That is the Jackson Ironman. It goes awry, and the next thing you know, you're behind the eight ball, and you are a team that doesn't throw the ball well. So. It gets very tough running the football against a team that knows you have to run and has a big lead on you. So, tough night for and the Indians. Yeah, and they had, a, they had a, a freshman quarterback. Yeah, and, and right. Coming in, and that's a real tough Who I thought play made play. some plays tonight. Yeah, Hillsborough didn't have a lot of quality plays against our defense, but he, he ran it pretty well a couple of times. Threw one very nice pass right over the middle. Might have been their only completion of the game. They, they had the one that took touchdown, but got called back on there, but uh, tough night for, for Hillsborough. They are now 3-4. and four. Their season's not defunct, as we said. They were actually in the playoff rankings before tonight's game. Now, whether they'll stay there or not, if they get enough secondary points to hang in there, but a couple more wins has put them probably in the playoffs. What we forget now, is, and as we start talking more playoffs, 16 teams from every region get in the playoffs. I remember when it was only two, and then four, and then eight for the longest time. And then COVID. And COVID <laughs> came in, and, every, and the world changed, and now it's 16, and 
OSHA likes the money, and so that makes for a lot more teams involved. And I might stay there. I assume at 16 now. Once you once you get kind of used to it, more, about half the teams in the state of Ohio get into the playoffs. Yes, they do. And uh, on homecoming, 22 uh, Queen. Kendall Osborne in her court uh, witness the uh, Ironman uh, victory tonight. And, uh, now they'll have the, the dance. Also alumni band night. And some of the alumni members are even hanging around in the post game out there with the band as they're entertaining the crowd that's left for this one. Give away some awards tonight. Let's do that. The Monroe Collision hit of the game for this week number seven. You know, we're sitting up here by Hillsborough's radio broadcast, so we can hear them a little bit. And it, it was three four minutes into the game, they said, wow, there is Jackson really hitting hard tonight. The Bo Landrum hit on the kickoff return that caused the fumble. Seemed like player after player for the Ironman with big hits in there. Um, young man that's just, we keep saying week in, week out, what little we know about this game of football, he's just getting better and better at that inside linebacker position. He had a hit straight on early in the contest and just drove a running back back into the backfield. That was junior Drew Wiley. He's really improving every week and really just is one of the there, – there's about a three-man rotation in that inside linebacker. Start of the year, he wasn't there. He's earned his way into there, and his play now dictates that he very seldom leaves the field on the defensive side of things. So congratulations, Drew. You are our uh, Monroe Collision Hit of the Week Award winner, and uh, good job. And Jackson Ironman defense almost pitched the shutout. They, it was down to the last few minutes before Hillsborough got in the end zone. Pretty good effort by a lot of Ironman tonight. Absolutely. Thank you. Congratulations. Congratulations to Drew Wilde. He wears number 42. He's a junior at 180 pounds. And once again, thank you to Monroe's Collision. Once again, for sponsoring tonight's award. Now let's turn it over to tonight's player of the game, Gillum Insurance. Jason Gillum. He, last week he wasn't here because he was up on the main he, street. He was too busy. Yes, he was busy. But uh, once again, really appreciate his sponsorship. Does a great job with this year in and year out. Out. Ex-Jackson Ironman, Ironman player. He was a city loan a week player of the week many, many, many years ago. And he thought so highly that he's carried on the tradition. Thank you, Jason, on that. Could have been a lot of players tonight. It, it just happened so quickly on there. I mean, Eli Broerman, he's either a touchdown or an interception every game. He does something special every game. He's been that kind of player all year long. But a young man that also is done things all year long. We could have named any of the offensive linemen, but Jake Wood gets a touchdown call back early on a penalty, but he didn't stop there. He had a punt return that was spectacular early in the game, and then Coach Hall gives him a jet sweep, and he runs in and in from two yards out. But he's just been so special the last couple weeks. The Jacob winners, the Jake Wood connection is for is for real. I think he had three receptions tonight, but we didn't throw the ball much. We didn't have to. But uh, number nine has become quite a player. He's having a fabulous senior season, and he is our Gillum Insurance Player of the Game Award winner tonight. Congratulations, Jake. Jake the Snake Wood. And he wears number nine. He's a captain, a yes. senior, and uh, congratulations to Jake Wood, our Gillum Insurance Player of the Game for week number seven. And thank you once again, Jake Gillum. 
for the sponsorship. Appreciate those sponsorships. We thank them very, uh, immensely. That it makes it special. All right, now let's turn it over to Pete Wilson for a look at tonight's final statistics. All right, the Ironmen run away with this one, 63 to seven, scoring in every quarter and so quickly out of the gate as uh, the guys called 14 points inside the first half minute. Uh, they go on their lead, 42 to nothing at halftime, and with the reserves on the field completely in the second half, still win that battle, 21 to seven against the Hillsboro starters. For the most part, it looked like Jackson winning 63 to seven tonight. Now let's look at those team and individual stats. The Ironmen 18 first downs tonight to only five for Hillsboro. Jackson had 44 plays offensively, 38 for Hillsboro. Jackson gets 274 yards rushing. On 35 trips, they add 114 yards in the air between two quarterbacks. So give Jackson 388 yards for the game. Of course, 269 in the first half, uh, 119 in the second half with the running clock the whole way. Hillsboro, a running team, held to 49 yards on 32 carries. They add 30 yards in the air to the Jackson defense. Holds Hillsborough for the game, uh, well under 100 yards, 79 total net yards. Jackson was six out of nine passing between two quarterbacks, uh, no interceptions and a couple of touchdowns. Hillsborough was three out of six, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Jackson did not punt in the game. Hillsborough punted four times. Jackson had three fumbles, lost one. Had the that was the one turnover. Hillsborough, unfortunately for them. Four lost fumbles tonight out of five on the ground. No interception, so the turnover battle, four to one. The Ironmen win that. Jackson, six penalties for 30 yards. Hillsborough, three penalties for 19 yards. Individually, the Jackson starters, of course, all their yardage came in the first half. Cade Wolford, seven carries, 107 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Jacob Winters, three carries for 26 yards. Uh, Jake Wood, two carries for 15 yards and a touchdown. Nolan Johnson, four carries for 23 yards. Braden Powell, one carry for one yard. Eli Broerman, three carries for 18 yards. Winters throwing the ball, uh, five out of 18, or rather five out of eight. One touchdown, no intercepts for 79 yards. Jake Wood, the leading receiver, three receptions for 41 yards. Uh, Braden Stapleton, one one reception for 17 yards. That did go for a touchdown. Eli Brarman, one reception for 21 yards. Remember, he also had the fumble return off the kickoff there in the first quarter that went for a touchdown, helped set the tone for the way this one was going to go. In the second half for Jackson, uh, three touchdowns for the reserves. Delaney with two uh, carries for 15 yards and a touchdown. Grant McCarty, four carries for 14 yards. He had a touchdown. Vander Irvin, the tight end. Uh, for the reserves, uh, catches a pass from Bodie Wolford for the Ironman's final touchdown. That went for 35 yards. So uh, the Ironman went 63-7 to uh, for Hillsborough. Uh, Dom Smart uh, was the player of the game for sure. 12 carries for 51 yards. Uh, Austin Barrett, 9 carries, 7 yards. Ben, he scored their only touchdown from one yard out. All right, thank you, Pete Wilson. And, uh... All right, Coach Andy Hall is joining us now as uh, good job on those statistics once again. And Coach, uh, this game, you know, we've been doing this for a long time, you know, 40 plus years, and I do not remember a game starting as quickly as it did for the Ironman. Well, I tell you, I you know give our kids all the credit for that. We you know, we told them all week. We knew we were a better football team, but even last week we knew we were a better football team. We come out and just didn't get it. You know, we couldn't sustain success, and you know we got that. You know, Miami Trace back in the game, and we end up being in a you know dogfight at the end. 
So all week was just about getting better for us, you know, not worrying about what they're doing as necessarily, but we got to be better tacklers. We got to be better at the point of attack on offense and just make good decisions. And, you know, we had a good week of practice. You know, the kids were focused. They understood. And, you know, we were able to come out. Um, you know, first play of the game, you know, we put the old old dive play in, and you come back in Pee Wee. You know, yeah. we thought, well, let's do something with the halfback, just a quick hitter. And first play of the game, ran dive with Cade Wilford, and then he quick took old it quick. Yeah, it went real. Quick. I mean, they didn't even know he had it, and he goes, I don't know, sixty, seventy yards for a touchdown, start off, and then you know we called the fumble. Bo Landrum had probably the hit of the game on special teams. You know, called the fumble, and Eli Berman picks it up, scoops and scores, and we're up fourteen nothing. Um, you know, right off the gate. So it was a great start for our kids. You know, I thought, you know, we played with a lot of energy tonight, and we were able to sustain that through the four quarters. Yeah, well, it was just an outstanding start. And as we were talking with Pat Stevens, our athletic director here, I think it was 23 seconds into the game, it was 14-0 off the clock. Yeah. 23 seconds. Yeah, and, that, and, and again, and, and I saw a lot more enthusiasm for our kids tonight. You know, the last week, you know, you know, we were ahead the whole game. It just felt like we were just trying to hang on. You know, we, I thought we were mentally fatigued. You know, from the, you know, the last four weeks, I thought, and we just played flat. And I thought tonight, um, we played a lot more energy. We got excited. Of course, it helped to score quick like we did. But then our guys just, we played hard tonight. You know, we, we played fast. You know, we knew they were going to try to run the ball and run some clock. And I thought our defense just swarmed at the point of attack. It really gave them a whole lot of options. And then offensively, we wanted to try to get back to some basics. You know, we didn't give a lot of formations. We were just trying to be basic in our trap, our counter game, you know, some three-step drop, and, and just kind of get back to some simple things and, and work on that. And I thought our kids did a nice job. Well, you know, Jacob Winters has been putting up some really impressive statistics throwing the football this year. 1,300 yards and touchdowns galore coming in. Didn't have to throw the ball much tonight. Um, I think threw for less than 100 yards. Offensive line protected him when he threw, but gave our runners. If I was running back tonight, I want my number called. Right, offensive line gave you room, and we emphasized that this week. You know, you know, Jacob's such a team player. He don't, he doesn't didn't care about his stats. I mean, he knows you know he's doing well this year, but he understands his ultimate goal is is a team goal, and that is to win a championship. And you know, I told him this week. You know, he, his shoulders banged up a little bit from the Wisburg game. He's still trying to come back from that. Um, he's going to play through it, but. You know, it'd be nice to get him 100% as we go through. But he he said tonight's best he's ever felt. I said, well, let's keep that way for another week, you know. And so, you know, he's probably about 95% now, which is good to hear. But we wanted to run the football tonight. I challenged our offensive line during the week. We wanted to get, you know, 300 yards rushing or or close to it and, uh, you know, get our running backs in lanes to make plays. We got three really good running backs. Now Braden Powell's healthy. Now we got four good running backs. And so, you know, we want to give those kids an opportunity to run in space, and I thought we did. You know, Jake Wood, being what Jake Wood is, I mean, week. he does it every week. He, you know, he ran on the jet sweeps tonight. He had a punt return back down the one-yard line. That was a beautiful punt yes, return. beautiful punt return. Um, he had a couple of nice catches in space. I um, mean, he just hard to do it all guy. I mean, there's nothing that kid can't accomplish on the offensive end to get and, on the and ball. Little thing, but a great holder on extra point. Oh, he's he's the best we've ever had. I yep. mean, that kid absolutely. I mean, if it's in the vicinity, he's going to bring it down, and right. we've seen that the last couple of years. But um, you know, as overall, you know, we got you know, um, Braden Stapleton had a nice touchdown catch tonight. You know, good to see a senior balls. had yep. big catches, but it's good team getting the end zone. Getting the end zone, it's nice to see him tonight. Um, you know, Brody Butcher's been battling some injuries. Was out, you know, two weeks ago, and and 
you know, he back. came back. He you looked know, better tonight. And um, I got at you talked about emotion on the sideline. How much do they like Grant McCarty? <laughs> I know. Wow. Well, and, and, you know, Grant's a kid. He, he came from Southeastern last year, and, and um, you know, just learn our system, you know, and try to pick it up as a junior. And you know, he plays scout team every day, running back. And, he, and as hard as you saw him run tonight, he does that every day in practice. He wanted the one before so bad. Yeah. He got up, and I was so glad you gave it back to him. Yeah. And he was pumped up even over here on the sideline after getting yeah. a touchdown. He is. And everybody seems to like him. They he, he's a great him. kid. Um, you know, he, he, he's really fitting well in our program. And, and like I say, he just learned. It's a learning year for him. And, you know, he's been done well in our JV games. And he's played some special teams for us in varsity. And it gave him the chance tonight to get a carry, you know, get some carries, get a touchdown. Bryce Delaney, who starts at nose guard, got him a chance. To, you know, he got a chance to score tonight. And Xander Irvin had a nice throw, you know, a nice catch from another freshman. Started um, it right with that onside kick recovery. Yeah, recovery. And then the catch on the touchdown run. He yeah. almost finished it. So as a tight end, he was able to get a touchdown, and, and and that was nice to see that. And then, you know, Bodie Wolford, you know, a freshman, he's going to be a good one, I'm telling you. He uh, you know, got out of the pocket and, and saw him through a, just a laser shot, and I said, well, that's your first touchdown pass as a, as a, as a varsity player. And I know he was excited, too. And, you know, we were able, you know, Charlie Woodward had got some carries tonight. Uh, Ryan Simetz, you know, he's moved from slot receiver to quarter. Of course, he's always been a quarterback. We're moving it to uh, tailback and slot receiver. He's on the special kid. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so we've got some nice looking freshmen coming and, um, you know, Jeff, you know, Jeffrey Allen's boy, you know, um, Jacob tonight, he started left tackle, you know, freshman, uh, lineman there. And I thought he had a nice game. And, you know, he, again, he's learning as, as you're 15 years old, it, it's a fast game. And, you know, I thought he played well too, but, you know, our offensive line had a lot of energy tonight, made some nice holes for our running backs. And, you know, like I said, it was just a good night for our kids, and, and we needed something like this. We surely did. First time we've really got to enjoy a running clock situation in yeah. there, and I thought you did a great job of getting a lot of people in the second half. Yeah, we, we started with our JVs right off the bat, and in the second half, we didn't have a chance to play. And, um, you know, they, they like to play on alumni field too, you know, and with our – preseason and our you know non-league schedule that just doesn't happen it's not going to you know it's not going to happen in the near future because those teams are going to keep playing so um it was nice to get those guys some minutes out here on friday night and um you know it's homecoming had great homecoming festivities all week at school you know mr swagcamer mr wooten did a nice job with our pep assembly and and uh you know jamie saunders ran that tonight with our with courtney butcher our, our cheerleading coach and it was really nice to see you know we had a great assembly this afternoon it was I really need fun to change change direction here i'm going to tug of war today <laughs> hey and i'm saying we won you did hey, how about us teachers man they they put the teachers against the seniors and usually we're you know they come out there and we're like hey we're just gonna like go to the rope and not worry about this and then i started hearing here comes coach wooten yeah we got we got a new uh, mr pratt one of our new uh, math teachers i mean heck he he lifts weights he's a big old strong guy and I, they started walking out of here i told swag camera i said Forget this. It's when. You don't give up these senior boys. And so we were tugging, man. I'm saying we got after it and we won. And I'm like, heck yeah. I mean, no one blew their ACLs. No one blew shoulders out. You know, it was nice. But, uh, yeah, we had fun with that today. And, and, um, you know, it's, it's been a good week. We have to dance tomorrow. And, um, you know, whenever we get back on Monday, we, you know, playing against a really good Greenfield Green McLean team up well, there. We're on turf, obviously, a beautiful yeah. night for football. We'll be on grass next week. That's yeah. a, a very unique almost anymore. The only game this year in regular season is we play on, on grass. Yeah. And, and, um, 
I know, and looking at their films, you know, we played, you know, of course, all your common opponents now in the league, but i tell you what, their staff has done a nice job. Uh, the Pots kids got over 1,000 yards rushing already in the season. Um, they are, they look uh, so much better than they have. I mean, they're, you know, they just, they look better. I mean, they play hard. Um, you know, they're, you know, they came in with four, well, I think it was four and what, four, three and one, four and one record at a time. Um, so they've got some wins. You know, I don't know how they did tonight, but, um, you know, it's it's not the Greenfield McLean of old. These guys have really stepped up, and and the kids, you know, a lot of these seniors that this year have played since they're freshmen, so they took their you know their beatings, and now it's time for them to to play. And I, you know, really impressed watching them on film, and and so our kids, I got to our kids, I said, you know, don't go up there just thinking this is going to be just another game. They're going to play their butts off. Um, it's going to be tough out there. Back. Big bullseye on our back, and you know, um, got to keep getting better. And I thought this week we got better. Well, no question about it. You know, it's fun to do a little scoreboard watching right now. Coach Pat Stevens over there showed us chill copies in the dogfight tonight. Really? With Miami Trace. I think it's 21-all in the fourth quarter. So oh, wow. Trace putting another outstanding effort together because they, they, great they came to week. Jackson yeah. last week and played hard. Played really hard. And they got some talent. I mean, they got some athletes. And mm-hmm. you know, that's the thing. This league, um, you know, you can't sleep on these guys. I mean, we, you know, going into the league play starting two weeks ago, I mean, everyone had winning records, and there's a reason for that. And can't, so, can't take a night off. Can't take a night off, and that's what we're warning our kids for this coming week. And again, McLean, um, these guys have, have won some games, and they're playing tough. And you know, we got to give our best effort up there next week. That's for sure. All right. Well, next week we'll talk to you again. That's sixty-three-seven win tonight, and uh, coach. Congratulations. I'll talk to you next week. I appreciate it. It's been a good week. Now it's ready to go for another week. Absolutely. Right. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Andy Hall coming up and talking to us this evening. It's Jackson Ironman improved to 2-0 in the league. Four and 2 overall. And uh, I met him as he came into the press box, and he just said, we needed that. Yeah. You know, where everybody plays, and you have kind of a fun game because there's been so many dogfights this year with this schedule we're playing that uh, it is good. I'm sure that at the atmosphere in the locker room you know, we had a win last week, and Coach said it wasn't that much of an atmosphere because they know they didn't play great. But tonight, it looked it, like they had a little pick yes, up in their step. Tonight. Yes, Some, they did. A minute, uh, they yes, stepped they on did. the field. No question about it. All right. Well, uh, sixty-three to seven, the final here. We are on the road next week to take on Greenfield McLean. And uh, until then, for Pete Wilson and Dan Morrow, this is Dan Dobbin saying so long, everyone. Like New Cleaning Services is a locally owned, family operated cleaning service based in Jackson. Like New provides a variety of cleaning services, including residential and commercial, and pressure washing. If you don't have the time or the heart to clean it, let Like New revive your dirtiest and lift your spirits. You can rest knowing the job was done right. For a done right cleaning service where quality meets integrity, call Like New Cleaning Services today for a free quote at 740 879 5055. That's 879 5055. Want to get away but just can't leave the fur babies? Well, call the Red Wolf Inn. That's right, the Red Wolf Inn with a W in MacArthur. The Red Wolf Inn is your locally family-owned and operated loving and caring dog boarding service with a super clean facility, fully fenced area to run, plenty of attention time, and belly rubs. It'll be like your four-legged friends are on their own vacation. Book that trip now and know the dogs are cared for and safe at the Red Wolf Inn. Call 740-649-8640 or contact them on Facebook to schedule. 
I'm so bored. There's nothing to do here. That makes one of us because I go bowling at Leo Wilson every week. You do? Yes. I joined the league, which means I go to Leo Wilson to bowl and have fun socializing with my friends weekly. Do you ever get hungry when you go bowling at Leela of Wellston? Not anymore, since Amori's Pizzeria popped up inside of Leela of Wellston. They bring award-winning pizza to my bowling team's table every week. Man, that sounds like fun. Can I still join the fun at Leela of Wellston? Sure you can. Leagues are now forming. Stop in at 15 North Park Avenue in Wellston, or give us a call at 740-384-6670. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. Contact your local auto owner's insurance agent, Darrow Insurance Agency, at 340 South Pennsylvania Avenue in Wellston. Call 384-2630. When you think of your community bank, are you thinking of leading technology? Things like mobile banking and mobile deposit, being able to pay a friend using Zelle. Are you thinking of best-in-class bill pay and customized account alerts? If you're thinking of those things, then you must be thinking of Jackson County Banking Center. They have leading technology and local support. And by local, we mean right here in your neighborhood. Leading technology, local support. That's Jackson County Banking Center. Member FDIC. When you hear this... The number to call is 740-286-5864. For the Glass Garage, Greg Hogue and the fine staff of the Glass Garage, located at 198 Morton Street, Jackson, is ready to fix that broken window. The Glass Garage is your auto glass specialist. They also do residential repair to fix that broken window at the home. The Glass Garage, phone 740-286-5864. Remember, the Glass Garage. Do you have a roofing or siding project? At Higgins, they manufacture steel roofing and siding every business day. With 16 colors in stock and 70,000 pieces of trim, they are prepared to ship your project immediately. Remember Higgins for your 40-year warranted, Energy Star compliant, American-made steel roofing and siding. Located on AC Avenue, just off 35 in Jackson. Call 800-782-4239 or visit them on the web at HigginsRoofing.com. Like the hard work of off-season conditioning and pre-season training to prepare a team for a grueling season ahead, now is the time to start thinking and preparing for next tax season so on tax day, you score big. Be on the winning team and let H&R Block of Jackson's experienced tax professionals lead you to victory. Call Sally or Allison at 740-286-5601 for all your personal and business tax questions. H&R Block of Jackson. They know everything about taxes. High school football is back. At Queen Bee Cleaning, we understand what this means for families. Long nights and dirty equipment thrown throughout the house. As a parent myself, I know how fast they can all pile up. Let your players focus on sweeping the floors with their opponents. Queen Bee can handle the ones at home. We offer professional cleaning with a personal touch. We're insured and offer cleaners for both residential and commercial properties. So if the busyness of the season has you in a pinch, call Queen Bee Cleaning at 740-418-2710 or message us on our Facebook page today. Robotic surgery, advanced imaging, cutting-edge cancer care, and integrated telehealth. These are several state-of-the-art technologies available at Holzer Health System. Our game-changing advancements provide quality outcomes, which means you return to living your life sooner. With innovative technologies close to home, 
We are taking local health care to the next level. When it comes to your health, think Holzer first. H-E-R Realtors is now doing business as Howard Hanna Real Estate Services. The same great service, the same great people, just a different logo. This month, when you list with Howard Hanna and Jackson, you'll get a free professional detail cleaning of your home before it goes on the market. And for buyers, Howard Hanna has a 100% buyback guarantee for any Howard Hanna home listing you purchase and aren't happy with. Some restrictions apply. Call Howard Hanna and Jackson at 740-577-9551 for more details. Call it sold with green and gold. Other burritos leaving you cold? Then get toasted at Hothead Burritos. Our new toasted burritos, bowls, and quesadillas bring flavor to a bold new level. Melty warm cheese, steaming fresh rice, each and every ingredient is elevated to a whole new height. And the toasted crispy tortilla around your burrito or quesadilla is just pure satisfaction. Come customize your next burrito, bowl, or quesadilla exactly how you want it. Then ask to get toasted. You're going to love it. Hothead Burritos. You imagine, we create, you eat. From football Friday nights to soccer Saturdays, our local sporting events are a great opportunity to spend time with your family. The Yaya Benton Educational Service Center encourages all area families to attend a game, cheer on your team, and build traditions. Check out our website at www.gayabentonesc.org and click on the Family and Community Resources banner for more ideas. Spend time with your family. Iron City Implement at the corner of Broadway and Water Streets in Jackson is your one-stop spot for keeping your life on track and moving. Whether it's home or commercial, Iron City Implement has you covered with quality Napa brand auto parts and more. They have all the tools to make that job easier and done right. Milwaukee powered tools, gas-powered generators, tools and parts and products you may have never even thought you needed. Need a special part you just can't seem to find anywhere else? There's a good chance that you'll find it at Iron City Implement. No job too big, no job too small. Dunaway Motorsports Garage does it all. Located at 108 Chillicothe Street in Jackson, Dunaway Motorsports Garage is open and ready to repair. Specializing in automotive and farm equipment service and repair, as well as hydraulic cylinder repair, welding, and fabrication. Dunaway Motorsports Garage has the right kind of service for you, including the parts you bring. Stop in or call Leroy or Sherry Dunaway at 740-577-9281. You've been listening to Football Friday Night in Southern Ohio and Jackson Ironman Football on Mix 96 FM and around the world on the Total Media Radio app. Jackson Ironman Football has been brought to you by Auto and Truck Tire Center, Iron City Implements, Wagner Rental, Jackson County Health Department, Glass Garage, Holzer Health Systems, Howard Hanna Realtors, Higgins Steel Roofing, Dunaway Motorsports Garage, Infinity Insurance Solutions, Honda Suzuki Polaris KM and KO of Jackson, Red Wolf Dog Kennel, Angles Garage, General Mills Totinos, Webb's Heating and Cooling, Brian Moore Construction, Dakota's Roadhouse, Gallia Vinton Educational Service Center, Temple Fitness, Gillum Insurance, sponsor of the Player of the Game. Hothead Burritos, sponsor of the Coach Andy Hall pregame show. And Monroe Collision Center, sponsor of the Collision of the Game. Jackson Iron Mint Football has also been brought to you by Sheward Folks Insurance, Belicio Foods, Ohio Valley Bank, H&R Block of Jackson, Leela Lanes of Wellston, 
Paisley Permanent Cosmetics, Atomic Credit Union, A&A Truck Stop, Dave's Custom Butchery, Dan Daly State Farm Insurance, Nimco Propane, Four Winds Community, Riser Equipment, McDonald's of Jackson, Queen Bee Cleaning, Miguel Christian Salon and Day Spa, Osborne Equipment Service, Jackson County Banking Center, Darrow Insurance Agency, and Light New Cleaning. Don't miss a snap of Jackson Ironman football all season long on Mix 96 FM and around the world on the Total Media Radio app. Football Friday night in Southern Ohio has been a presentation of Total Media and Jackson County Broadcasting.